Recorded live. And live we are on the golden the health and wellness for the golden age. And we are golden seekers as well as golden agers. And we all have the energy and the fortitude and the chutzpah to be on here because times are changing. Things are going on that we have nothing to control. We can't control any of it, but we can control ourselves, our life and our environment for ourselves and help others to get that same message. We are so at 100th monkey around the world because so much is happening around the world and these uh, people that are trying to control, control, control have gotten out of control and people are really wising up and this is what we really have to say more people are tuning in and turning on so it's a real good time and it's maybe this time in history we can stop the crap (laughs) that's our goal i shouldn't say maybe we will stop the crap because so much is going on we have this um uh, Jade Helm uh, situation that's going on and it's being perpetrated into, under many different guises and it is being talked all over the internet. I think even uh, you can hear it on the news, but I I don't watch the news, but uh, it's that people all over are talking about it, whether they're those that have been on the internet. And uh, it, it's being revealed for what it is. Totally to take the people out and put them in whatever, wherever, and whenever. And it's supposed to run through the middle of, of the summer. So it, it behooves us to keep our focus and keep positive and go where we need to go, not where they wish to go. I have an update for you. I did my executrix letter and sent all the attachments of what I had to the IRS, and they did receive my mail, and it was delivered. I'm waiting for the card, uh, the return receipt, and that's how I was able to track it. And I went in yesterday to the post office, my main post office, and said, I'd like to get see if there's any mail in my general post. And I put the word box on it. And she said, well, do you have an ID? And I said, do I need an ID? She said, yes, to get anything out of a box. I said, oh, this isn't a box. It's general post. And she said, oh. And she went back to whatever place in the back rooms, you know how they have them there. And she came out and asked this other lady. And she came, the two of them went back there and went to this quote-unquote general post area, I guess, and I didn't have any mail. She didn't question me, what is general post? She didn't ask me, what do I mean by general post? She didn't ask one question. She just said, oh, let me go see. And general post is what we're to use when we're doing the executor and executrix letter. So it's very interesting. So I'll keep you tuned in to what happens and uh, what's going on. That was that document I was encouraging everybody, kind of forcefully, I'm sorry, uh, back in uh, March to read and do something about. 
But I've done something, and I will keep you tuned in to what's going on. We gotta use our chutzpah. Did you guys hear that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So what? Uh, what? Other things have you guys learned this week? What have you learned about yourself? Where are you in your health in order? I've got so much stuff from um, Neva on, um, I thought her name was Eva, but it's Neva. And she has sent me so much that I'm going to send them out in, in different emails to you. She sent a lot of information. She sends a lot of Nasara stuff, so uh, she's keeping me up on that. And George is keeping me up on different things that he's got. He just sent me something on how to make your water alkaline. So I'll be sending that on to you. I haven't had a chance to read it. So, mm. And then uh, uh, Richard out of Ohio, who's um, still a neo thing, he was sending me something. Look at that. The Matrix has got a whatever he called it. <laughs> and... Um, we had just heard on um, Drake last night, or when I was listening to Drake last night, because I can't listen on Wednesday, and he was saying that they've been playing with the, the Matrix to cause the droughts, to cause the overraining, etc. And it's creating all these weird patterns, the weird swirls of light, and, uh, you know, we... I don't know if I sent the email out to everybody, but it was an email about all these different patterns of light and um, that are supposed to be from the aurora borealis, but they're actually from HARP. So there's a lot of lot of stuff going on that we uh, don't have any real control over, and yet we can we can get above all of it by our attitude. And that's what I keep encouraging. I, I know a teacher that I had over in Hawaii, they was always concerned about uh, the uh, government. Uh, they, the government has a ship that they go, they go around Hawaii a lot as controlling the weather. Mm. Uh-huh. Boy, yeah. Hawaii is really, really going good right now over that... Um, Telescope they want to put up. What they is wanna, that about? Well, on on one of the islands, it's a sacred ground, and the Hawaiians have stopped the government from coming in and putting up this telescope. Good. And, and uh, oh, it's going full bore. The Hawaiian people are fighting like heck, and I think Hawaii is going to walk out free because they are not a United States. They're a, they were captured. That's they correct. were captured, and they're fighting. And boy, once they break free, I hope Washington State's the next one to break free. I think we should all break free. But what have we got when we break free? Just the same creeps running us. <laughs> well, that's I, only if we accept them. See, part I got, of I our thing. Go ahead. I got the other day, that, uh, yesterday, I think it was, uh, saying about 23 states are trying to break away. That's right. There's a lot of them. Texas has, has threatened for for a number of years they have to get rid of that governor, and they will probably have a much more advantageous way of doing it if they do it that way. But, you know, everything's starting to come out on the front page of our paper today. 
fracking behind more man-made earthquakes. Absolutely. I never thought I'd, I never thought I'd see that on the front page of our paper. All right, that's good. Wow, let's good wake job. up the community. That's right, and but, it's it's causing such damage to the earth itself. Besides uh-huh. the, um, the the earthquakes, well, I mean, let's just go back to your basics. Look at what it's doing to the water table. Look at what it's doing to the the farming. Look at what it's doing to this and that. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. Things are going, yeah. Now our commissioner is, <laughs> they had a city council meeting, and there's a political battle over a proposed increase for public taxes, taxes on transit. Well, anyway, so now the commissioner's mad because two of the guys were texting each other in the meeting. Instead of talking in front of everybody else. <laughs> well, good for him because see, that's the kind of rudeness that the—I mean, these kids are doing that in class. I know. I would have them, I would kick him out. I—I—one I, of my rules, if I'm going to date anybody, is no cell phones Ooh. on a date. This is a good paper this morning. Alarm at J at G H W Bush's home broke for months. What? <laughs> the alarm at former George Bush's house, Texas home, was broken for at least thir- eight, 13 months before the Secret S- Service fixed it. <laughs> they didn't get on it right away? Oh, my. 13 months he was without. They're trying to kill him. Wouldn't <laughs> happen to a nicer guy. But they, we need to have him come before the court and not get away with what he's done. Yes. That's, oh, that's why. God. So they couldn't get anybody to kill him is what it is. And <laughs> now that water thing in California and then finding out that Nestle's has taken all that water for bottled water, that's a big brouhaha. Oh, well, see, when you have Brown's back in there, this is Brown, Brown's yeah. third, third term as governor of that state. And I don't know, you know, he's one of those that can't come in out of the rain. He's that dumb. But he's <laughs> totally manipulative. Manipulable. <laughs> so wow. he does what he's told to do. And uh, that's uh, the part that really fries a lot of people because of the fact that where's your access to any real control over your lives? None. Not with these people around. So that's why they're, they're, I think at this point, and this may just be my, you know, druthers or something, but I think there's a lot of people in there really wanting us to know this is crap. You guys need to know about it. Yep. It's spilling out all over. It is spilling out all over. You're absolutely right. And I got my book in the mail yesterday. I ordered Ari Kopel's book. It's called Spiritual Warfare and the Art of Deception, The Hijacking of Spirituality. And it's a fantastic book. This gal really writes good, and she, you know, she knows what's going on. And she tell, and her book is saying exactly what I've been saying for a week about the New Age movement, which you guys told me in the beginning, and I ignored you. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, and went into the out. new age work anyway because 
I'm God. <laughs> or whatever. But anyway, now all, the, now all the spiritual people are fighting because there are people in that community that want to be leaders too. <laughs> you know, and well, so all... Most of the spiritual people that were in this movement, the New Age movement, are flat-ass broke, except for the bigwigs, right? So it's the same kind of deal as going on in society, you know? And so now we've decided, well, they planned this in advance, the New Age movement, too. They wanted to get all the people that had any spiritual inclination at all into a group that was just as bad as society because now all the spiritual people are fighting and it's it's kind of funny. I'm just sitting back going, "Oh, this is getting juicy." <laughs> yeah. Well, look at look at how well, who's really the leader? It isn't any of them because they're infighting. So, you know, that's where the falseness is and that's the whole attitude when I was doing some of my um, seminars, and this one guy I had kind of as a coach was saying, these people that think they can sit in their home and do an ohm and and gobs of, of money is going to come to them are going to be rudely awakened. And you've just verified that by the fact that all these new age people are broke. They're broke because of the fact that they thought it was going to come falling from the sky. Well, oming works and singing works really good because Bruce couldn't stand my caterwauling, so he went out and got a job. Well, <laughs> that was an ca- He says, I can't handle your caterwauling, Patty. He calls it caterwauling. <laughs> <laughs> but that was every, an incentive, girlfriend, an incentive. <laughs> I spiritually got him out of here, and he went and got There you go. <laughs> It is an attitude change. It is. <laughs> but we're not fighting anymore. Everything is beautiful. I mean, it's just it's just night and day, you know? Well, and it was correct. all, I had to change. I had to quit trying to change everybody else, and I had to change myself. Oh, I got a haircut. You guys should see me. I look like Doris Day. Oh, I got one of my. those kind of haircuts. So I was just a bebopping around town with my new haircut, and I got, and now I can hardly walk. <laughs> I was 40 years old today, and I woke up 90 years old this morning. <laughs> and there you are. There you go. Uh, uh, Henry, you were going to say something? Yeah, I, I just read a, a book that I got. Uh, it's called The Illuminatium, The First Testament of the Illuminati. This is written by the Illuminati. And uh, in this book, they're talking about how they control people even even while they're in the womb. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. I think I... Huh. What's the name of that book? It's called The Illuminati. The First hmm. Testament of the Illuminati. It's, it's kind of a, a, a book to recruit people to join the Illuminati. Yep, to get your power. So, and it's also. I wonder if that's the same to... book I saw a couple of days ago. That's out. You can get it for free on the internet. I, I bought it on eBay for two dollars, oh. but uh, uh, you know, I, I I wanted to I wanted to see what they from their point of view what 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 was being said, but they're. Uh, 
you know, they're talking about, you know, they're beyond, uh, they're untouchable, you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that they're, uh, they control the governments and uh, they, uh, uh, you know, they're not worried about money because they print the money. Oh, really? so they got... oh, that book is by the real Illuminati. The book I saw that's for free is for lay people to learn about the Illuminati. So, you know, they're trying to draft the lower class, too. Well, that's what their their goal has been for ages. They do not want a a middle class. They only want an upper class and a, and a lower class. They want the peons. And that's what they've been driving everybody into the cellar for that reason. And so what is behooves us is to never lower ourselves to their um they want uh, you know, to their like level. Haiti. What? They want everybody to be like Haiti. Like Like Haiti? Lady? Haiti. Oh. What's, What's that? that? The country the country Haiti. Oh. Oh, back to Hades. Oh, you and the devil. No, no, Hades, a country. Oh, Haiti, H-A-I-T-I. Yeah. Um. What is that all about? Well, all, yeah. all they have is the ruling class, and then everybody else is peasants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-mm-mm. But see, that is part of their M.O., is to make us as low class as we possibly can be. Well, we're awake now, and I'll tell you what. I got on the bus to go up to the hospital to see the doctor, and I looked up at the Davenport Hotel, and I looked up, and on top of the Davenport Hotel is the state of Washington flag, and I said, oh, that's kind of nice. And as my eyes came down the building... I saw three huge cameras focused on the bus station, and I'm going, oh, wow. And then the bus driver got off the bus, and this cop-looking guy came up to her and was talking to her. But I was watching his eyes, the way he was looking around in the in the crowd, and he met eye contact with me about three times. But it was like he wasn't even a human being. It was like... He was a camera or something, just the way he was looking around at things. It was very unusual. I thought, I should go up and pinch him and see if he's a robot. Because <laughs> yeah. he did. He looked almost like a robot. Just just his mannerism and the way his head kept going around and around and looking around. You know? <laughs> I'm going, I'm never going to Spokane again. <laughs> oh, I, and then I get on the bus, and the Sprague bus is full of all the... Well, out where I live used to be Hooker Row. But the people that live here now are poor people. And, you know, people that ride buses usually don't have cars. So And they're quite huge, most of them. So I'm on this bus with a whole bunch of weirdos. And the lady sits down next to me, and this other woman is talking to her. And the lady next to me looks at the lady, and she goes, Are you going back to the shelter? And the lady across from me goes, no, I'm going to get married. <laughs> and I, I, went, I went, I don't know which is worse, the shelter or marriage. And they looked at me. <laughs> Boy, was okay. I glad to get off that bus when I got off that bus. 
That's, uh, yeah. Because when you marry in the system, you are actually in a prison because they can come and do anything they want to do with you. So Yeah. And I, I was listening to a program on site that said, I was talking about Jade Helm. See, I've kind of refused to listen to it because I think it's BS, but I guess it might not be. Anyway, they're saying, well, what they'll do is they'll come and get your wife when she's home, they'll come and get you at work, and they'll come and get your children in school. And I'm going, oh, how nice. Where are they going to put all these people when they come to get them? Well, the thing is, they're not going to be coming to the di- three different places. They will be coming at the time you're asleep is what the premise is, is what we've heard. Whether it's true or not, we don't know. What are they going to uh, do with everybody? Put them in, the, in the, uh, the, those um, camps. That's the purpose, to put them in the um, FEMA camps. Well, do they already have these camps? Where? They've been having them for years, and they have them all over the country. They're old military camps they've refurbished and are um, have set them up so that they can be used. Oh, that's what Camp Fluffy Lala is. The work may, I, camp. May, I, may I offer something on that? Yeah, but, go ahead, Lola. Well, I listened to a call last night, and of course... you're going to hear every side of everything. But one of the things that that was quite interesting, and the one thing I didn't believe was he said, I mean, we, I want clarification who really built these camps. But one comment he made was that the good guys are planning that these bad guys are not going, the cabal is not going to go down easy. And it has been, it has been noticed in the newspaper that the United States is bankrupt. It has been written. It is in writing that people can read, and he's going to be sending it uh, to the talk show person that she can get it out in an email. But the thing is, his comment was, there are a million, I think, some officials in the country and he said a million what, a million two, a million what, I don't remember. And he said, the FEMA camp, there's only room in FEMA camps for like a million some people. He said, yeah. now, what are you going to do with 390 million people yeah. when there's room in a FEMA camp for a million? Doesn't it sound more like they plan to use these FEMA camps for these crooks? That's what I'm now, saying. Because that makes some perfect was. sense. Except for the fact that I don't think the good guys built the FEMA camps. I think the bad guys did. So I don't know what their thought was when they built them, how they were going to get all the people in them. But at this point, the good guys say they can use them if there's (laughs) serious resistance. There they go. So there's there's another side to it. What you're saying is true. The, The... Military and um, DH, uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security, DHS, actually were the ones that made certain these got built. However, most of them only are going to be transitioned because of the fact they're going to be offing many of the people because they won't get oh my God. because that's they won't. Now, wait a minute. They're going to be... 
They're going to be offing who? Most the of the people. people that will not rehabilitate. The FEMA camp's purpose is from what I've read. Whether this is the truth or not or fabricated, I don't know. It's just one of the premises. The FEMA camps are a place they're going, and that's why this Jade Helm, take out the people that will not succumb to authority and obey it with kissing the ground type uh, uh. attitude. And that's what most people are getting. They won't take the, B, the BS anymore. However, what they do, if they will not rehabilitate, is called what the word is called, they will be eliminated. And now that you say that, the work camp that's a jail that they're using right now that could be turned into a FEMA camp is right next door to the waste energy plant. And I remember when they put that plan in, I was on the fire department, and my boyfriend was going crazy. He was going, there's no reason for that, for the temperature of that, that furnace in there to go up that high. The only reason for it to go up that high is to separate precious metals from bodies. And I'm looking at him going, oh, yeah, he says, like Nazi Germany. Patty, they're going to be burning up people in the waste energy plant one day. Well, and he's it's, probably it's, more right than <laughs> because I got to go out there and have... see where the little room is for where, where they build burn people. Well, at least they haven't turned it into a crematorium yet. <laughs> well, the side the side that people have to get is the issue, and it always gets back to this: we do outnumber them, and we can do something about it. What can you do? Join your militia. What can you do? Grow your own food. What can you do? Keep calm. What can you do is to think differently than they do. They hate it when you think differently than they do. And that's what we're here for, is to think differently than they do, and over and over and over again. If we don't do the thinking differently than they do, then they've got you trapped because they're controlling the action. And that's, you know, it all goes back to it. We can listen to all these things. You have to just keep, this is what I've read. I haven't seen it. This is what I've heard. I haven't seen it. And it's not about the doubting Thomas and having to put his hand in the the side of Jesus to say, yeah, it's true. There's too many people who have seen them uh, what's his face? Jones reported on Alex Jones reported on this years ago, mm-hmm. and they reported on all the coffins that can take ten bodies in them. Come on! And they also said they don't have enough. Co- they don't have more than a million coffins either. That was another well, thing he said. That that well, and that, that may could, be true. That the point is, is, the point is, there is a strong possibility that the good guys are getting control of this. And that if there is a major resistance, they are using what the cabal was setting up for bad, and they are taking over and utilizing it to bring it all under control. And it's certainly going to be easier to bring a million under the control than 390 million. Oh, yeah. And I don't even think there's a million of the bad guys because, you know, they're all the leaders. And, you know, they said that's how many leaders. 
he seemed to know how many leaders there were, and he said there was a million some leaders. That's that's sheriffs, that's governors, that's congressmen, that's heads of all, you know, of everything. It's it's heads of that are not will, would not comply. Is it heads of countries? You can this watch is just in the this is just in the United States. There's a whole documentary on it that he oh, did, Emily, and it's called The End of America, and it's for free. Go on YouTube. He's got it out there. Everyone can access who's, it. Who is it by? It's Alex Jones's oh, documentary, okay. and it's, you know, it's something that he did probably in the Years 90s. Ago. Yeah. But, but the ago. FEMA camps were all up. I mean, you could show, and, yeah. and then I, if you want to just look at the FEMA camps, um, there are tons of clips of the, um, the section of a video that shows um, one of the FEMA camps, which is in um, in Georgia, and also all the coffins stacked up like little right salad and containers. It, you know, they've, they, they've already got them buried, ready to a whole area that all they have to do is put thirty bodies for one and the lids on them and cover yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. See but that, the point and, and also the is issue. we can use this bad for good. Yeah. Correct. It's your attitude that will change the power of their control. It really yeah. is your attitude that will change the power of their control. They cannot control people that are not willing to be controlled. And we are awake enough to start pay and paying attention. My golly gee, they all of a sudden found money in the coffer from the World's Fair that was held here in what, 1971? And geez, there's enough money to fix the bridges in the parks down there. Now, see, these, and we've got, we've got our, um, who is it? One of our bigwigs is, is on leave, they made him go on leave because they think he's stealing, and they're still paying him. And now they're trying to fight away and take his salary away until they prove whether he's stealing from the government or not. You know, so it's all. Sheriff admits to checking on Judge. Hired PI to look into wife's background. Phoenix in a bombshell revelation. Sheriff Joe Arpio, whatever. Acknowledge. Acknowledged Thursday that his office was behind a secret investigation into the wife of the judge presiding over the racial profiling lawsuit against the brash Arizona lawman known for his anti-immigration. So see, all this stuff is, that's another story, but all this stuff is just, wow. So they're trying to make Joe, they're trying to make Joe Arpaio bad? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Isn't, believe that at all. I don't think that that man can be bought. He can't well, be bought, it, and the fact is that he has a camp where he has the prisoners wearing pink shorts. If yeah, they so. Escape. I mean, he's, he's done so much to have them know that they are on the low end of the totem pole. And uh, one of the things he went, but see, no matter what they've done, they've made it look like he's the bad guy. 
always remember, if they're attempting to make you look like the bad guy, they're the bad guys that are saying it. And that's right. how the finger needs to be pointed. You need to say, they're saying it of him. What can we say of them? And start looking at them, the thems that are us- utilizing this criminality to say someone else is bad. Well, That's and the, the fact that we need to use discernment and listen very carefully to everything uh, they say, yeah. and if something doesn't sound right, then we need to pay more attention to them, because that's why we were given discernment, and we will right. be able to see through who is a mole and has been planted and who is real. That's correct. And it it is that kind of awakening is what this is all about. When you can really hear someone's lies and know it in your heart of heart or your gut, wherever you feel it, you know you're on the right track. I took a test Monday and I was doing the problem. Now, this seems like really off the topic, but it was my last question and I'd worked all the math and I said those numbers don't feel right they just don't look right and you know after my not listening to my gut I've been really working for two years on listening to my gut so I went back and refigured from the numbers I didn't have he had given us some numbers we could work with but I went back and refigured and saw my mistake and had to do the whole problem all over again. And I got 100 on that test for that gut reaction. And it's imperative we work what's your gut saying. If if you've really been honoring your gut and honoring your guides, because I, I believe we all have guides, my there guys go. tell me if it's going to rain. I mean, I check with them. I say, is it going to rain? He'll say no. If is it going to uh, is it going to be sunny? He'll say yes. And there's different you got a boy guide. I have. Wow. I, I have numbers of guides. I just I just I I'm saying he because I'm female, but it's oh. the fact that I have numbers of guides, and they're telling me about my body and what I need to do in my body, etc. Wow. And I got to tell you, it helped tremendously. I am at such peace over it. And when I got that hundred, I go, "Yes, you guys did All it!" Right. And so it's it's unity within yourself. Then unity, common unity with others. But there's a physiological reason for it also, and that's that. Your autonomic nervous system is is part of your gut. There's that's why um, you know the saying "listen to your gut" was coined was because there is a direct uh, link from your your gut, your autonomic nervous system to your brain. Well, and and, and that's true. I can I can see that. And for some people, that would be the best definition for them because they don't believe in the spiritual. But see, I believe in the spiritual. Come on, baby. Uh, and I believe in the fact that I have to listen to my body. If you're not listening to your body, you know, things oh, are Everybody needs to, you know. Yeah. That yeah. little talk that we got from that lady last week about 
when the body was fighting about who was going to control the body and it ended up being the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that story so well. And I got tagged in a photo a couple, three or four days ago, and it kicked me off because I didn't like it, what it was about. Mm-hmm. So I put this picture of this unicorn that's sitting there like she's all just laying out like, hi. And I said, I really don't like being tagged on this picture. I, I said something, you know, and then it got worse. It started getting worse. And so then somebody else said, I didn't send this picture. I didn't send this picture. So finally I said, Rick Lindley said, Rick Lindley sent it. He's a jerk. And so then this lady underneath me goes, well, then I'm a jerk too. And I thought, well, I shouldn't have even said that. That was rude of me. So in capital letters, I said, well, I'm an asshole, and I'm in control of this whole damn topic right now, and I'm closing up, and we're not going to talk about it anymore, because if I quit shitting, you guys won't have anything to whine about, and then I didn't go back in Facebook yesterday at all, because of all of it. You know, I'm so sick and tired of this. Nah, 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 shit. <laughs> but see, Patty, you're playing into them all the time. I got into on it. On Facebook. You're <laughs> actually playing into them all the time because it is about keeping you all disturbed. Yep. Yep. And when well, you stop using Facebook, because it's been known that it's a manipulation type place, why would you go on a place where you know you're being purposely manipulated? They're infiltrated. They're they're all the other whatevers of whatevers <laughs> going on there, and um, it's well, they're really spying on you. Effect. They're spying on you. They know exactly what you're thinking, Absolutely. what you're feeling by what you're Absolutely. what you're writing and everything. So, and, and the other side of it, and I'm not on Facebook. Uh-huh. So the reason I'm bringing this up is Either specific. I. I'm not on Facebook. On, I did sign up for Twitter, but I have no idea how to get back to it. I did it only to help Pete Hendrickson, but I have not gone back to it ever because I don't know how to do it. Yet, on my stuff, when I open up stuff, when I'm doing work for my son and I've had to go into a, um, what do you call it, a website that maybe someone gave me, and I'm on that for any period of time, they put it in my special thing. If I'm on something else and have been doing some research, even when I'm doing it on my uh, start page, it gets on my my um, special things. They're tracking us in every way they can. So that basically just showed you that start page isn't as, what is the word I'm looking for, safe as you as thought it was. As protective as we thought. Correct. Right. I and agree. that's what you... And that's what you had to learn from that, and that may be the only thing you had to learn is it's not that safe. Well, it's that's also why that the happens. fact that, and, and you're right, but it's also the fact that I have to be very cognizant at all times of what's going on around me. We all do. In, in that book that I, I told you about earlier, the Illuminatium, uh, yeah. That's all in there. They trace the uh, the Facebook and all that on the internet. Also, your text messages. Yep. And I get texting from my son all the time. Well, all they, the time. 
they they keep track of all that all that tech, and it goes it goes in your file. Mm-hmm. Oh God, my file must be as big of as, as a house. <laughs> Mine is too, and you know what? Let me tell you what. I don't care. I've I've, I've come to the conclusion. I don't absolutely care. This is all out there for everybody to find out. And if if somebody, I have read stuff that on Facebook, I'm going, wow, I didn't know that. Hey, that's really interesting. Hey, that I needed to know that. I don't really care what they read. If they don't have anything better to do than to read right. my Facebook, they've got a real problem, and I'm not paying them for that. And by the way, you can also put a disclosure on there now that if they use anything of that off of your Facebook, that they're liable what they find because that is Good yours. Good you. Good. Good to hear so that. So I was going to go out of it after the first of the year thinking, I'm not going to do this anymore because I'm not going to be tracked. And then I thought, you know what? There are, I am, an, I have lots of people in my sphere of years that are literally so completely asleep that I am so in shock when the other day, one of my very good friends, we used to call ourselves the Sex in the City Four. I mean, four of us, we could, we could define who was the who. And she is the sweetest person in the world, but, but she put in there, um, this girl died of skin cancer after tanning all the time. And her thing was, we need more government regulation on tanning. And I let, wrote a pair, I mean a huge oh, paragraph. No. <laughs> we do not need more government intervention on anything. Is there anybody that can, can take control and use some common sense? And? For God's sake. And, and people, people are so used to this kind of thinking now. If we don't put something in there that says, Knock, knock, is anybody home? This is catching fire. we got to stop it. we gotta, we got to put the curb on this. No, we don't need any more government control. We need people to take responsibility and use their brain. Right. I don't even know there, if people a- are paying attention to the news in the morning, how they sit there and tell the parents how to dress their children because of the weather. I, oh I'm like, are you God. freaking kidding me? Listen to it some morning. Just listen. I don't. To I the, don't have television. I don't listen to it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't no. watch it. We don't turn the TV on anymore either. But in, I used to see that, and I had to turn it off. It would make me so angry to think we've got to tell these stupid parents to send an umbrella yeah. or put a raincoat on these kids. Especially beds. in the trailer park that I live in. I mean. Here are these little kids that I helped with a garbage can last week, you guys. It was just the cutest thing. And it was so full. And glass was breaking everywhere. And you know, and I gave them a broom and a dustpan. Well, come to find out, those little kids don't even live in our trailer park. They were hauling garbage from the other trailer park down here because that garbage can was full. Um. Oh. <laughs> and, and I said... You mean I was helping the enemy again? But they were just little <laughs> children. <laughs> but That's at least why they you get were away te- with it. At least you were teaching away. them something. They yep, told yep. me I was. You are so nice. 
Well, they'd probably been warned against me. <laughs> probably. But the point is, you were doing the right thing. Yeah. You were just doing the right thing. And you know what? You did it without even thinking. You did the right thing. Yeah. That's that's what matters. We And then I got out there and started looking around and they'd lost part of a television outside the gate. So they were just hauling stuff that their parents were tearing apart, you know. It's just ridiculous. There's there's a really nice motorhome park behind us. Then there's our slumbag trailer park. Then just down the road is another slumbag motorhome park. And so it's just a circus here. I love it. Yeah. It's my attitude now. This well, year, let me I tell you something. It. Be thankful that they're letting it be. I mean, I don't want you to live in a slum area, but we have a trailer park in Olathe. Uh-huh. And it is clean and it is pristine and everything is nice. But if a trailer has a little bit of, I mean, if they don't think that it looks right, like my husband just went and put new siding on, they make them put new siding on or they'll do it for them and charge them. See, and that was why I got so upset at that guy standing up on top of the hill looking down on all of us. And it was... You should see my backyard, you guys. (laughs) It looks like a bomb went off back there. It's my own yard, and I am guilty. It it triggered my guilt because it's such a pigsty back there right now. You know, so I had to look at that. He can look down here if he wants, but I'm feeling guilt because of what he's seeing, you know? Is it behind us? Is it in is it in a fence yard? Yes, but all the leaves have fallen off my blackberry bush, so now you can see into my yard. Oh. <laughs> and I, that- you know, it'll only take me two days to clean that mess up. You know, and it's been there for a couple of years, ever since Fran died. I haven't wanted to go through all of her stuff. So now it's kind of getting all spread out back there. So, you know, I just have to get out and do it and get it cleaned up. He can't even mow by the back door yet because I've got so much stuff spread out. So. Well, it sounds like you're going to have to start using that dumpster when it gets empty once a day. Once I know. I have a grocery cart in my backyard and everything so I can just start filling it up. <laughs> I've done it twice. I get it full, and then I make Bruce take it to the garbage dump. Yeah. He always wants to see what I'm throwing away. I might throw something away he wants. <laughs> There's well, so see, much crap here. If I threw away half of it, he'd never even notice it was gone. That's right. And part of the thing that you do whenever you're doing those things is do little bits at a time so mm-hmm. that you never really see, as you say, he wouldn't even notice it. But even for your own sake, you don't have to do it all like you did your uh, forced marching, power <laughs> marching the other day. The issue here is Bit by bit, it's right. a cinch. And yard guys, by yard is hard. So take a little bit at a time. Start in one corner and go down that fence. Start in one and corner I got a benefit. I got a benefit from helping those little boys because Clayton had come along before the little boys, and he put a great big pond on top of all the garbage in the dumpster. So the little boys took the pond out, and I said, hot damn. So I went over, and I got the pond, and I put it upside down in my garden. And Bruce came home, and I said, it's dark out, huh? 
He goes, yeah. I says, well, I got a new present out in my backyard. He goes, oh, no. So he goes, it's a huge pond. It's six feet across, and it's got a little tiny crack right in the bottom of it. But it can be used. So now I have a koi pond. And then Wednesday, Bruce came home from work, and he goes, look what was in the in the in the bags from the base. So now I've got this thing I can put on my head that has headlights and and a red light. I've got I've got nighttime vision so I can run around. Are you kidding? Get... No, I'm not. So I can yeah, take my pond. You can I can take my pond, watch... put it out in the middle of the driveway, get under it with my night goggles, and I can slink down the trailer park and spy on people. <laughs> No, no, no. Now I'm concerned. Why are you not? Why are you not looking for UFOs with that night vision? Light? Well, I'm going to. I'm going to. I was going to the first night, but I put them down somewhere and couldn't find them. <laughs> they say that's what you need because they're in a, the infrared band. Yep, yep. So I've got, I've got, I've got that. Now I need some the goggles. This is just a light. I need the goggles to put over my eyes too. My oh, goodness. it's just the light. Oh, okay. Yeah, these, yeah. But I can attract them with the lights. No. They and say they that people bread. have been I've talking. I have loaves of bread. I, I'm now one of the guys I'm listening to tells me that every time the aliens showed up, they always took the bread. <laughs> okay. Well, but that doesn't mean they all would. It just means those did. <laughs> okay. But the fact is, you'll find out well, the ones that you listen to what they want if you yeah. talk to them. Someone said the other day I listened to something and they they said if you can see me and hear me do something and they twinkled their lights at them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I thought wow would that be neat I haven't seen one yet I want to I want well, lights twinkled at me you probably have but it's a matter of your vision yeah right and I didn't know that if you talked to them that they would. You know, that's very interesting that this is all coming out now, but I, when my, 40-some years ago, my son was a baby, and I would go to my parents and help them and drive home through the country. And I would be so scared that there were nights when I could not face, because if I cut straight through the country on the gravel roads, it was a lot quicker to get home. It was a, a half-hour drive home. Or I could go around the highway where there was traffic and people. And if it was really dark and late, I could not make myself go through the country because I was so scared that an alien ship would come down and take my baby or take me. That was 40-some years ago. That was really in my mind a lot. I don't know why, but now... they programmed it. They programmed me on that stuff. You think they did? Because back then, that was... And that was oh, yeah. like seventy two or seventy three. We were well, according to what I from the forties onward, ladies. According to what I listened to last night, they went down into Area fifty one and there was an area in there that had nothing but bleached bones in it of millions of people. And what they said about it was that they were just Boiling the people and taking the soup back to their ships. And I went, oh, how disgusting. You know, and there's more lo- there's more layers 
under there that they haven't gone in. Wow. You know, that's, that's Area 51. That's been going on for years. Well, yeah, and they did. Party. They did get into it by accident, and people got killed. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully this, we're going to get this. This is not a new thing. Area 51 is very old, and, and uh, Colin, you can probably give us better history because you're right. out there. Yeah, because you we had that uh, stuff that the spaceships that crashed in the 40s, mm-hmm. and they've been secret because we could not handle the truth. You know, we're too timid and we're too scared, and and actually no. that uh, yes, because all of the news or Anything that was done, the, uh, the War of the World and all those different programs were done pur- purposely to control people's fear. We could have handled it back then if they'd been honest. The reason yes, they, they weren't honest to, is because they, they made a deal with them. That's to, correct. And they weren't good aliens. They were bad aliens, Okay. They didn't have the best interest of the people at heart. All they wanted was the resources. And that's all the powers that be want is the resources. And all we wanted was the technology. And they they didn't want us to have the technology. And the aliens did. They wanted... The aliens did not want... As far as I can see, did not really want the military to take it. They wanted to help the people. But the military did it anyway, and that's how it ended up. And then the aliens ended up lying to the military. It was a lot worse than the military thought it was. So, And how well, they, they kept the it a secret all these years is beyond me. I mean, I guess because everybody's got cell phones and watches television, nobody gives a hoot anymore. No, they the people in Roswell were all threatened with their lives if they said anything. <laughs> one of them today, even. Yeah. And I've been oh, having experiences right. since I was three years old. So that's 60 years, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, see, that is exactly the point of what they've been doing for all these years, control by fear. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, David Wynn Miller said, fear is the weapon of mass destruction or wherever I got it. And yeah. it, it was the point that fear controls Everyone, and if you cannot face your fear, they will continue to control you over and over and over again. There is no relief from it. So just put yourself in your bubble and rise above it and look down on the people and go, oh, my. (laughs) And that's one way of doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. That is one way of doing it. And I'm finding I'm stronger now. I don't. I did get sucked into a little bit of it on the bus because it was kind of fun, you know. Because the the lady that asked about the other one getting married had an accent, and she said, and so the one that was getting married goes, "Talk to me in your language some more." And she started talking, and I go, "Oh, Dankeschön." And then I started talking to her, and she goes, "Oh, you know German?" And I said, "Yeah." I go, this country is full of people from everywhere. She goes, you're right. I said, yes, and the United States is going to be the country that turns the world around, and it's going to be us, ladies. It's going to be the Western woman. (laughs) And they all went, okay. (laughs) 
Good because for you, we've Ralph. got more freedom than any woman on the planet, and we still don't have the freedom we deserve. You know, and we're it's still under a guise of, of pretense because a mm. lot of it was never given to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we know how to work it. We just get men that will follow our direction. <laughs> well, see, sweet, that, that's <laughs> interesting that you bring that up. Uh, Norma sent me a wonderful um, uh, collage of evolution. Ooh. And it was, it, 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 it took in education, it took in authority, it took in uh, how people listen, how all the different avenues that we have. It didn't touch religion per se, but it was very interesting how uh, so many avenues have been manipulated and how people are have been taken in by them. So it, I'll send it out with uh, the follow-up so you can see it because you will get a big kick out of it because it's like, Oh. We could we turn had this a, whole planet around in two weeks if we denied sex to every man on the planet. What? <laughs> if we cut off sex for two weeks to every man on the planet, they would stop going to war and they would learn to love. <laughs> I think that's we'll what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I agree. That's another manipulative. I agree. Yeah, it's another manipulative. Yes. All it's all and, and that's why we're having so... I mean, it's interesting reading some of these articles now coming out. We've figured it out before in all our different discussions how uh, the sex has been manipulated. They've gone purposely into these little towns where they really live the golden rule and turned them upside down by their education system and uh, they started sex education, and then the kids started having uh, babies and all the other stuff, and here, like I showed you, we got the condoms in college. Hello, by now you should know what a condom is, you know, but that uh, it, it is the whole business of who's manipulating who, who's controlling who, and we just have to take back our control of ourselves. You're the one who can control you, not someone else. I'll always go back to that because you are the master of you, not someone else. Gosh, that was the hardest thing I'm, I'm learning. I don't like to master myself. I like to let myself go crazy. <laughs> well, even that is being mastered. When you go crazy, you've lost control. And when you lost control, they win. Boom. And that's what we have to get. Where am I in control in this situation? In this situation and only this situation. I can only deal with this situation. And and that's part of what we're here for. And as you said, you you in order for things to change first, you had to change. That's what I've learned through the years that I've been doing things. I had to change first. No one else was going to change. I mean, they they just weren't going to do it. Yeah. I had to change. And boy, the world has changed so much. It's so beautiful. It's so great. Mm. And I'm at cause over my life. How much school do you have left? 
three semesters, summer and fall and spring. Oh, you're going to go this summer. Oh, yeah. You need a break. (laughs) No, no, get it through because what I'm doing is really hammering, and I'm going to take a class on tools this summer, and it has a lab. So I'll learn about different kinds of tools, and they're even talking about us learning how to uh, have a soldering class and different things because that's what you do in electronics. You solder things. Yeah. Because my skill level for any of this stuff is like zip. So it's really good. I mean, I was my dad's roadie, but I never did anything. You know, I mean, I just handed him up. <laughs> my friend would say she had a gal who didn't even know the which end of a of a tool to give that was. You know, and my dad used to have me as his roadie, and he'd say, hand me the screwdriver the handle first, so I had to figure out which one was the handle. So, you know, it's only by doing that you learn. Right. <laughs> only by doing you learn, so yeah. it helps. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I, I, that would be a good class. Yeah, and I have two math classes that I'll be taking and to get my math out of the way, but I'm taking doing so much math now in the classes that I have. I have a final Monday and Tuesday, but they're mostly all math. Mm-hmm. We do trig. We do all sorts and forms of trig and uh, simple, you know, Ohm's Law and all the different uh, formulas that we have, but we have a sheet that we work off because we don't have to memorize everything because we have to know where to find it. There you go. And use it. And that's the point... We have been taught to look to authority to tell you what to do. When I was in Scientology, we could not take any verbal tech. Verbal tech was being told what a thing was. In Scientology, we had to be able to demonstrate that we understood the concept to be able to talk about it. And that's education. And that isn't true today. We look to the teacher, will you tell me how to spell Sam? Oh, teacher, where is Germany? Oh, teacher, where is Tampa? What state would that be? And she's the regurgitation instead of saying, look it up, find it, check your map. What is this? What is that? Go find it. They don't do that. Authority. Authority tells you what to do. And that's I was at a map great. yesterday. And I what? discovered, I looked at a map yesterday, and I discovered my brain was not seeing how big Australia really is. I thought it was a tiny little island. It's as big as the United States, I think. Yeah, yeah. And and New Zealand, which is across the waters from them, is a tiny island. And I read someplace, and maybe I read it wrong, I don't know. They said all of the population of the world could fit on New Zealand, and I'm going, that's smaller than Australia. So, I, you know, I don't know. I may have yeah. read it wrong. So, yeah, Australia is huge, and it's unpopulated. They only live around the fringe. When you go into the, the outback, you're in wilderness, like in Africa. There's places in Africa, it's wilderness mm-hmm. without plants and trees. It's just barren. But that's been purposeful, I think. Oh, yeah. Because that used to be the fertile valley. All of Africa was fertile. Mm -hmm. 
And you've got to see that they have oil in the underground. They have diamonds. They have um, all these different uh, minerals and different kinds of gemstones and stuff. That's formed by compost of earth being pushed down. Mm -hmm. So what happened? Where did it go? Why are they in always in the starvation and in you know being without stuff? Who's manipulating? Who's controlling it? Lots of it's going on around us. Yeah, we can't control them, but the people in those areas are coming awake and saying, "We don't want it anymore." That's where the Ubuntu group in Africa is stirring up a whole country. He's doing a great job over there. Yep. And it's spreading across the the, uh, the world. And there's other places in other countries that are setting up Ubuntus because it's community helping each other. And it's not socialism as much as it's common unity against those that are taking away. There's a lot going on. Yep. Lots and lots. And it's going to get worse instead of better. I mean, and and that's good. I mean, that'll wake up. I think we were sheep when we first started, but now that we've woken up, we've kind of come out of it. But we have a lot of sheep. But we have more cows than anything. The sheep will at least start listening to you. The cows just keep eating their grass and watching TV. (laughs) Well, the cows may never get it. Do we care? We don't have to. All of the cows do not have to get it. Because there are cows throughout life that have never, ever gotten it. They're the ones that are sacrificed. They're the ones that are tortured. They're the ones that spread the fear. They're the ones that say, oh, you can't do that because I said so. No, you're not my boss. Mm -hmm. This is where you and each one of us can say, no, I don't follow that. And that's something they do. And and I keep saying they, and and really it's us. It really is us. We need to stop saying they. And I have to stop saying they. Because it isn't they, it's us. If we don't take control of ourselves, we never will have the freedom we want. Well, they bought more bullets. <laughs> they bought oh, more you bullets, did. you guys. <laughs> yeah. The bullets are going to be necessary. I even joined the um, militia. Because that's I the have next a good idea what we could do. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us have old computers that don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. I think we should all set up a date all over the United States where we all take our broken computers out in the woods and do some target practice. <laughs> and we all kill our computers. Actually, that should be done with the, with the TVs. Our TVs, the yeah, TVs whatever. TVs are better. <laughs> because with the, at least with the um, 
computers, you can communicate with each other. And that's okay, we'll just shoot TVs. That'll work. Good idea. Thank you. I needed I needed Sergeant Patricia. Sergeant Wonderand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a, a different viewpoint. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you. I'm approaching you on. It's no, I, I there was a story a about a guy yesterday your... that took his Wait computer out in his alley and shot it, and the cops came and arrested him. Yeah. <laughs> he used a firearm when he shouldn't have been using a firearm. What were you going to say, Lola? Well, I didn't want to change the subject, but if you're ready, I have something here on Facebook I'd like to read you. <laughs> but I, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Facebook, is Facebook. Face, Facebook is facing the real possibility of paying its users up to $10,000 each for violating their privacy. If the plaintiffs prevail in a developing lawsuit, the case is known as Campbell versus Facebook, Inc., in U.S. District Court, North District of California, number 13-5996. The lawsuit was filed by Facebook user Matthew Campbell. The suit is seeking class action status on behalf of all American users who send and receive private messages that include any web addresses in their content. And if Mr. Campbell prevails in court, Facebook users could be in for a $10,000 payday. According to Reuters, U.S. District Judge Phyllis Hamilton of Oakland, California, on December 23rd, delivered an early Christmas present to Facebook by refusing to dismiss Facebook's bid to dismiss the lawsuit. The lawsuit originally filed in December of 2013 and alleged that Facebook improperly and illegally scanned the content of users' private messages for advertising purposes. The lawsuit accuses Facebook of violating the Electronic Communications Privacy Act and California's privacy and unfair competition laws. The lawsuit further contends that the users included links to third-party websites and messages. In this scheme, Facebook would allegedly follow the link, search for information, and profile the sender's browsing activity, and then sold this private information to private advertisers. According to court documents, Facebook would also create a link to a website within a private message. The private message essentially listed the private user as falsely having liked that page via the embedded social share option button. Subsequently, the suit claims that the likes were then used to compile their profiles, which were then used for delivery ta- uh, targeted advertising to its users. Amazing, the brazen Facebook attempted to dismiss the suit because they claimed that the intercepts and marketing of the customer's private activity transpired uh, in the ordinary course of business. In other words, Facebook, just like its alleged creator of the NSA, can go nowhere, anywhere into private files and do anything they want with your proprietary information. Judge Phyllis Hamilton struck down Facebook's argument this week when she ruled that Facebook had not offered a sufficient explanation of how the challenged practice falls within the ordinary class of its business. Right out of the gospel of wealth, uh, Andrew Carnegie's rationalization for his immoral business practices in the early days of industrialization, Facebook believes that your web-based behavior is their property. 
Judge Hamilton's wow. enlightened view was expressed in the following ruling when she stated that, however, the electronic communication service provider cannot simply adopt any revenue-generating practice and deem it ordinary by its own subjective standards. Facebook is spying on its users for their protection, and it goes on. Don't spend your $10,000 yet, although Judge Hamilton's early (laughs) justification decisions are very proactive for the common man. Don't hold your breath that you are ever going to see a nickel of punitive in the damages on Facebook. Remember, Judge Hamilton is part of the judicial system, which is ruled by your money, that your money belongs to the bank once you deposit it. The only way to stop Facebook tyranny is to withdraw your participation. I am not saying that you should quit Facebook, but I am clearly saying that this is the only way to stop Facebook. Wow. I thought that was an interesting article. That's great. That's great. That's out of that that World Truth TV. I love World Truth TV. Man, they got a lot of good stuff. That's a website. Well, yeah, it's a really good website. The World of Truth, I've been listening to that for two or three years now. And they're the ones that started me on <laughs> the flat earth stuff, you know. They, I mean, I can't pull anything out of World Truth TV that feels that it was, that it was manipulated or, or uh, just a smear or that they're trying to just upset us. Everything I pull out of there has merit behind it and something we should pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot, a mm-hmm. lot, a lot. And he is, the man that is running that is just drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> oh, my God, he is. I didn't know that. Yeah. See if you can get into that on Facebook, the World of Truth How old is website. he? I mean, I'm married. I think his name is Ibram something. He's got long hair. I don't know. I'd say he's about 40, 50, somewhere. Old well, enough. he's my daughter's age. That's good. Old enough <laughs> and young enough. You know, he's old enough and young enough. <laughs> so I'm looking for a nice-looking 40-year-old for my daughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're the Jewish mom. <laughs> I'm the Jewish mother, mom, mother. yeah. Can she find one herself? Is she, or does she want one? You know... She is so different, and she waited on that guy for 20 years off and on. She didn't date really, but she wasn't really waiting on him either. And then she dated a little bit, but she always she said, Mom, I just always sabotage relationships. I just don't know if I really want one. I really like being alone. And she she's kind of seeing someone now, and she really likes him. But he's kind of a player too, and... I said, why don't you get on that farmers.com because she likes country boys, farm boys. And no, I'm not ready to, Mom. I'll do it when I'm ready, Mom. I'm 40 years old, and I and she's the kind that will just sit on the couch and not get involved. She's just like I could never do that at that age. I had to be out in the middle of fun and going, and she's not. She sits home and, and just doesn't do anything, and to me it's, she, it may not be to her, but to me, she's wasting the best part of her life, you know, the best years of her life. Well, <laughs> you, you talk to seniors, and I know you're getting there. Uh, the fact is that when we get to the point where we don't care what people think, uh, one of our teachers was saying he had two 85-year-old gentlemen in the class 
where the students would be afraid to, the younger ones would be afraid to say anything for fear of sounding stupid with the question, the older gentleman didn't care. And right. they just yeah. ask the questions and ask the questions. Maybe her her time is when she's a senior and she may get up and she may not. That just mm-hmm. may be her personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just and she doesn't care. I mean she doesn't she doesn't beat dance to anybody's beat but her own and, and she's that's really good. She's she's got a good job, she's got she takes care of herself, she's got her two dogs and she doesn't you just need want anybody some grandchildren else. from her, don't you? <laughs> well, you know, it's sad because she said I gave him 20 years and the best years of my life and off and on. But she said then between times she never found anyone. And she said I maybe have given up the chance to have children and I regret that desperately. And she said, you know, I still could. She could have artificial insemination and have her own, just raise a child, but... She doesn't know if she's ready for that yet either, so or wants to do that. So she's slow at making decisions, and while she is slow, there are timetables on some decisions that she could lose out. Yeah, and that's a choice. And, she, and children is one of them. Yeah. So it's up to her. I don't. It's I don't care. I mean, she just said one day she had tears in her eyes, and she said, "Mom," she said, "I just feel bad because." She said, when I get your age, I'm going to be alone. I'm not going to have any children. And that, you know, she that was bothering her. Well, so, and sometimes you can have the children and still be alone. Yeah. That's what exactly what I told her. I said, you could have children and still be alone. So, right. you know, I don't think that that's... today that, that the, the kids are being taught, put them in a home. Yep. Put them in a home. Yep. They get too old, put them in a home. And it's like, oh, that really throws that to the sewer. Speaking of yep. which, I, I got a nice phone call yesterday from Elaine Ray. Oh, how's she doing? She's in New Mexico with her mother. And things are not going too well in the nursing home. Oh. And But her mother held her hand and told her that everything was going to be okay. She has a controlling sister that is causing a lot of problems and and so you know but elaine's doing good her son's doing good she's got a piece in an art museum a picture that she painted for a thousand dollars so you know she's doing good and and it's really nice to hear from her you know she calls me about once a week so you know Time to get me to come to New Mexico to visit her. (laughs) Good, good. I talked to Marsha this week, and uh, her fiancé is with her every day, and they do a lot of exercises together. She spoke very well. She says, I get physical therapy. What she's doing, which is very nice, is she's getting acupuncture. And I said, that is great. Because acupuncture will get right to the seat of whatever is going on, and she said, "Yeah, it's really making a difference." She was a re- it was recommended to her, and so she's following up on it. So that wow, was good. good. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear she's okay. Yeah, yeah, she's coming along, and uh, and her speech was good before. You know, in the beginning, it was hard to understand her, but she's uh, doing very well, and she's got a really great guy that's 
sticking with her through all this. So oh, usually one they fail. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. 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 good, good, good. Yeah, so she sounded real good. And that's uh, the big part. Oh, Jerry's on the call. Jerry, how are you? Hello. Hello. I just noticed you're on the call. I am. We got Emily back. What? What's what's happening, Jerry? What's going on in Iowa? Oh, I'm feeding my face. Well, good. Is it like (laughs) someone is feeding? (laughs) My husband. (laughs) Hi, Jerry. I'm really taking my drugs. You've been coming my day. My daughter <laughs> makes sure these thirty little boxes get filled every day with oh. what I need to take. Yeah, push the pill. And Lola just told me about what's at McDonald's, so I don't know whether I'm better off sitting at the table taking my drugs or going to fast food restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) One or the other would get you, huh? (laughs) Gerald said it depends on how they mix together. They got it all figured out, so they probably have an effect because you take both of them. You take both of the uh, the pills, well, or you, you know, take like, both of the McDonald's? Well, yes. You're, you said they got everything figured out. So, if you go to fast food restaurants and you take medication, you don't know how that mixes together. <laughs> nope, you don't. You don't know how it's going to react in your tum tum, and that's why most people are sick and getting and the shots you take. Yeah. You know, things they even are feeding babies is pretty scary. You got that right. I saw they were I, doing that back when we were having kids. They were. I scary. didn't know that. Pat. I didn't know. Just that. the vaccines <laughs> they give little babies now, and I watched a program last night. And us, even when we were kids and we're getting the polio vaccinations, thirty years down the road, you can go and have an ultrasound or have you know, have a procedure that radiates you, and it can turn on that that gene from that polio vaccination, and you end up, and now they're not even calling it polio. They've got another name for it. Yeah, because they had to cover it up because it, it became a fraud. Yeah. The polio vaccine was a fraud. And we're finding that a lot of the illnesses that we're getting are because they used monkey uh genes in it. And oh, this one really got to me. Roe versus Wade. Yeah. You remember Roe versus Wade? That's you know what that was actually yeah. about? It wasn't about abortions. Well, it was, but it before Roe versus Wade, the government was having to buy baby fetuses from Sweden or Switzerland or someplace to make all these vaccines. Well, now that we have abortions in the United States, they can use baby fetuses from the United States, so it's cheaper. So they're using that in the vaccines that we're giving to our children. You know, this is just disgusting. Just, you know. Well, and see, when they use the word choice, 
And I had this when I was campaigning for um, governor. Choice. The word choice has been so, uh, I'm going to say, demonized in the sense, well, free choice and you're for abortion. No. All of you had a choice. This morning you had the choice to get out of bed or not get out of bed. You have the choice to put this blouse on or that pair of pants on. You have the choice to eat Wheaties or cornflakes. You have choice all the time. They bastardize the word so you never know how to use it. And I was attempting that article when this guy, you know, took me totally off point. And he says, you sound like, no, because I said, the young couple have a choice. He said, you sound just like a po- politician, and took me totally off that point. And the, the thing is, yes, we do. We have choice all the time, and people don't get it that they've taken away your freedom of choice for the fact of abortion, just for what you're saying. It's well, free. and here's the choice you have. Use protection. Or know when your cycle is. It's not like, you know, there are ways of figuring out how not to get pregnant in the first place. Amen. Like no sex, but they give you sex education so that you have sex before you're even emotionally fit to be able to deal with sex. I mean, that's the whole thing that they did it for was to have more Loss of control of the parents over the children. And it was talking about that shot that they give the 12-year-old girls. Oh, man. You know, and how it's killing some of them right away. It's been killing them all along. They just didn't want you all to know about it. It was murder. It's all about murder. I can handle it a little better. I shouldn't be able to. I can handle it a little better when you're over 21, but when they're killing our kids. Under the know, guise of protecting them, that's the false premise. Oh, and we got a case of measles in Spokane. Oh, my God, are they playing that up. Oh. Because we had that health official that wanted to ban the uh, vaccinations for a while until we figured out what's in them. And, of course, then we get a case of measles right away in Spokane. Gee, it's funny how that works, you know? Isn't it? How and they sent her home from the hospital. Up? First, they sent her home from the hospital because they didn't know it was measles. So oh, she went out and exposed boy. everybody and then back to the hospital. And, oh, it's measles. She was in Disneyland. Oh, no. That Walt well, Disney exactly. is the Kurds. Yeah. Walt Disney is was Satan. I swear to God. But it, you know, part of the thing that this is exactly how the Ebola thing is. How true is it? How true really is there a measles a, a breakout by one person? Yeah. It takes, the germination period is two to three weeks. How soon after the report did she all of a sudden have measles? <laughs> well, I guess she didn't break out with the spots until two days after she went to the hospital the first time. So, yeah. All they and did it, to me with my kids was he, I bought all the kids in the back door. He gave a shot to the baby so that he'd have a very light case. 
And um, now I don't even know what it was, but in those days they were just one little thing because we're talking the 60s. And um, so I had all five of mine through the measles in four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that, that there, were there even parties back then where you b- would bring your kids over to the to the house yeah. of the kid that had that was already infected, so that the, so that your kid could hurry up and get the get the exactly. disease and get it over with. Well, yeah, it because... would have been a smart idea, but I I don't know. That's that. what I'd heard. I thought I thought wow, because I kind of remember when I got chickenpox, and um, you know, my mother was saying, oh, and we all they all went through our household, and our my sisters got it and everything, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you never get it again because yeah. you build up antibodies. Well, but then what, for it. what happens though is you have the HIV um, virus lodged in your spine. See, everybody has HIV, and that was the other question that I was going to ask: is if you heard the latest Jade Helm um, related scare, and and I don't know what state it was, but there was somebody that called in and said that in his state that they were making a big deal out of an HIV outbreak that eight people had HIV and they were, make, you know, hyping it all up into something that, you know, <laughs> of course counting on the fact that people are so stupid that they don't realize that HIV is very difficult to to um, contract, that you either use. Right. It has to be through sexual and uh, or blood. Even, or even that. If you're healthy, if you have a strong, healthy immune system, if you have sex with yeah. somebody with AIDS, you're not going to get it. No, no, you're not. You're, if you are all alkaline, and certainly not HIV, and even if they have an outbreak of uh, herpes or whatever. Oh, uh, speaking of which, Bruce's mother just came down with shingles. Yeah, that's just yeah. deficiency, isn't it? But the funny part about it was... A year ago, her nurse at Group Health told her she didn't need a herpes shot, uh, uh, the shot for shingles. Well, so I would get yeah. a shot for shingles, do you? Yeah, they've got a shot now to give you. Oh, uh, you, oh God. You stay away from it. If you want shingles, then take the shot. Take probably. the shot. Well, take I don't know shot. what to tell her to do about it. It's Same all over her privates. Go, tell her to go to herballegacy.com. I mean, that's. I'm sure that they have some herbs there. You've got to. Um, it's not. It's not hard. It should be taken care of right away, though, because then she'll. If she if she doesn't take care of it, then she'll have nerve issues and pain. And that throughout the rest of her life, or, yeah. or you know. And this is, and a lot of it is stress. I know it is. Yeah. Because she's got Greg living there, and she's worried about where he's going to go, and because she gave him till May first, you know. <laughs> if you hold on, I can probably look up more specific things. Well, don't, because she won't listen to me. Oh. Okay. It won't okay. do any good. Okay. You know, maybe in a month or so when she's. I was thinking MMS because. Yeah. It's it's a bacteria, you know, or it's a virus. Well, it's also the fact that our um, our own bodies are being malnutritioned by all the mm-hmm. crap that's going all on. All the food so. you eat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Macy and 
Lomatium dissectum is really good for viruses. Um, and you, there's a formulation called LDM100. And that is, that kind of is a medicine just in a bottle. If you only could have one medicine, then that, that's the one that you want. It's like a... What's it called? It's, it's like colloidal silver on steroids. It's, okay. it's an, and it's an herb. It's Lomatium dissectum. But if you look for LDM 100, it's a, it's also a it's Lomatium dissectum, but they have a pure you know rest, uh, concentration of it or whatever. But it's not it's not nanotechnology. It's just a um, a good formulation of it. LD, but the actual what? herb is Lomatium dissectum. But you said to look under LD what? LDM100. M100, okay. And it's and by Barlow um, Herbal. I think just Barlow Herbals or something. Puts it out. Hey, Emily, did you finish that course that you were taking with the herbs? No, I got an extension because I was getting distracted with all the... Um, the house guests and my bathroom and everything, I couldn't concentrate on, on it, so I'm going to have to um, gotcha. basically start it, probably start it again. Yeah, because I knew you were really ripping through. That's... Yeah, yeah, I still want to do it. Actually, I I might, I don't know, I'm going to take some courses there, and um, I they, a lot of these herbal schools and even... Um, naturopathic programs still teach um, detoxing of waste the wrong way. They're still teaching they're still teaching kids or people that are taking the courses that um all of your wastes go through your um go through your blood before they're excreted um, through your kidneys, and that is just impossible. You can't have your your acid, your pH of your blood can't change from, you know, more than a couple tenths of percent. It's got to stay around 7.4. So it absolutely cannot accept any acid waste through, you know, before before it's excreted. But that's yet that's what they're teaching people. That's what they've always taught in medical school. And well, the hardest thing to change are the medicals. Well, and so um, that's why Dr. Morse has his program that he is where he's teaching people how to become detoxification specialists, and he has two courses, but he teaches it the right way. But you know, I just I just assume that um, if you went to school to learn herbology, that you would learn I guess they have to teach you some physiology, but I thought that, you know, that they would do it based on old understandings and teachings, and they couldn't have believed back in, you know, hundreds or thousands of years ago that that's how the body excreted waste through, you know, through the blood, entering into the bloods, um, the bloodstream. That's why when you go have a massage at a massage, you know, therapist where they are trained to um, massage towards the heart, massage all your waste, all your lymphatic waste, like 
your legs, if you're lying down on the table, they they push your um, your lymph up towards your upper towards your heart, and then anything above the heart, they push down towards the heart. So really, the way you're supposed to be massaged is in um, clockwise circular motions. You're not supposed to, you know, push it towards the the, mo- the organ that's the most important, where the you know the cleanest it should be the cleanest part of your body or one of the wow. cleanest areas. You don't push waste up there. So I don't want to have to go and take a whole course and be learning something that isn't true. Correct. And so I don't know if I'm going to continue with, I want to make sure that um, if I'm going to go through a whole program that I'm not, I'm going to have to learn as little of that kind of stuff as possible. <laughs> Because I'm just going to well, unlearn it or just, you know, I'm just going to learn it for the test kind of thing. Well, the thing, too, is that you have to go back into the time of when we had uh, homeopathy. They purposely, most of the homeopathy was the the actual shaking of the lesser of the lesser of the lesser of the lesser of the yeah, lesser. Yeah, they, they have, that's a totally different, Homeopathy is a totally different mode, and they actually have a course at the School of Natural Healing on homeopathy, which um, I I might I I'm interested in taking. It's just a you know a single course. You don't become a whole uh, homeopath after that, but it, I mean it helps you to well, well, what understand I was the remedies better. But yeah, it's it's like um, it's the more diluted it is, the stronger the power is, but I'm talking about waste in your body. And well, I'm talking about the medical field stamping out homeopathy, stamping out. Oh, yeah, other. well, they've been stamping out anything that works. But I'm talking about the natural, the, the supposed natural healing modalities in schools that teach it, still teaching something that's allopathic that's wrong because they bought into it. They took it away so that they wouldn't know how to do it today. They did do it that way correctly in the old days. But today they That's right, right. That's what I was thinking. That's what I assumed. And because all of the, you know, when you're learning herbs, it's, it's, you know, God's medicine, nature's medicine, and you're thinking that you're learning, you know, pure, all about, all about nature. But then when you learn the way that it's being taught and then, you know, they have to teach you something about physiology and anatomy because otherwise, you know, you, you need to understand how the herbs work um, on the body. So, so I don't know. I just I was very disappointed to learn that because I spent a lot of time on their forum even, you know, making recommendations. People They have people that want, help that don't have the money to hire somebody go onto their forum they ask questions or even past students that need help with their um you know their courses will go on to the forum that the school provides and then other students um can just answer if they want to and um so i had put a question on there i said is this is this true is this how it's taught and they all said, yeah, and they said, yeah, and they said that that is, you know, unfortunately how the school teaches, 
And so, and I thought, oh, that was that was terrible, and that I was getting to the point where I was going to contact the um, the director, actually the son of Doctor uh, Doctor Christopher's son, who's running the school, to ask him if he, you know. Do it. Why he is still doing? Why he's still teaching that method that is obviously, you know, just That's by common know. knowledge, and it's you know it can't work that way. I think you should ask him. I really I, do. Yeah. Well, and I and I even asked when I was taking the court or when I was reading through some material, and I called my you know one of the advisors, and they recommended that what I do is listen to, because he, he's got a radio show, listen to the radio show and call in and ask the question on the radio show. But I didn't want to, you know, um, embarrass him or put him on the spot in front of a whole bunch of listeners uh, that aren't going to really be, you know, really care about that particular question anyway. And so... They're making it kind of difficult, and I like to. I think I'm just gonna maybe write a letter or something like that because. Um, well, the more you reveal, the better it is for others that come along. Yeah, because I would think that if his father was still alive, his father would be very open to this and would not want to be teaching that. Maybe you're in communication with his father. <laughs> you know, stranger things do happen. Maybe yeah. father wants you to contact son. Yeah, I mean, and, and change the way you're teaching about how yeah. the body. Um, At least get it cleared up for you and for the rest of us, you know, because you're our healer. Well, you're I going think, to school for I, us. <laughs> well, I think Dr. Morse is really he, he makes too much sense, and he's got too many degrees and too many different areas in chemistry or biochemistry. Um, and in herbs, and in on uh, naturopathic medicine, and he's worked in hospital settings, and he's taken continuing education courses in chemotherapy administration, and so he really gets all of what's going on in the um, you know Western medicine as well as the natural medicines and stuff, and he understands how he understands how the body works. Yeah. And see, he's got a great cross-section of all of that area, which is great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and with the biochemistry background, that's where he's so into the pH and the, um, mm-hmm. you know, the acid versus alkaline. And and he says, that, you know, you've only got two choices and two um, basic, um, you know, in chemistry, it's just it's all about acid versus alkaline, and nothing else. And you've got the acid is the aggressive, and the um, what breaks things down, and the alkaline is what is healing and builds things up. And so the blood is the alkaline, and the lymph is the al- the um, the acid. And 75% of the liquid in our body is um, or no, we're seventy five percent liquid, but twenty five percent of it is blood and the rest of it is lymph. So you've got two times as much um, you know, acid in there. And so that blood really needs to be protected. You don't want acid anywhere near that blood because the blood is giving the body the you know, the good stuff is what like the kitchen of the body that he, he says in his lectures. But but anyway, I'll I'll stop. I'm 
the one thing that made sense to me about it all was starting off my morning with two glasses of lemon water. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking right now. I have a glass of lemon water right here. I haven't had anything else yet. But yeah, and the well, and then the other thing is that people, um, you know, it's a little confusing, or it sounds um, like it, you know, it wouldn't make any sense to drink lemon or citrus because they're acid. But it turns out that when you consume it, it turn it's. Um, it's alkaline in your body. See, they haven't alkaline. taught us about the synchronistic effects of things. Yeah. You know? How you can combine two poisons and get something good out of it, it, you know, really is weird, but it works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, or or combine two things and it's ten times as effective. Well, and the thing that I was really impressed with also is just his whole discovery or and actually wasn't his discovery doctor i think i actually heard it first um or, or around the same time i heard both an old lecture of dr christopher and dr morse talking about how our digestive tracts are 98% identical to primates and when you think about what primates eat they're eating mostly fruit and they have hands like we do to pick fruit off trees. That's the, that's what the, um, Dr. Morse would say. And then I was thinking, you know, he's right because when you try and think of anybody else, you know, any other mammals that have hands, there aren't any. And then primates do eat mostly fruit, and they're not plagued with all the diseases, so-called diseases that we are. So and of course Dr. Moore says that there's no such thing as disease. It's just all acid damage, and it's location, 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 and it's just you know your quote unquote the name of the disease that the medical establishment gives you is just where you're there's the most acid you know in your body eating away or you know the weakest part of your body, and then you'll get your name of whatever type of cancer or whatever type of whatever. I think for me, discovering the worst cancer or the worst diseased monkeys on the planet are the U.S. Congress. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought those were dipsticks, so, okay. <laughs> well, they've been dipping their sticks in the wrong place. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got it. But it it is interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we do have to start questioning, and and good on you to bring it up, and we can only encourage you to do it because you're on top of it and know what's going on about that kind of uh, reference. Yeah. And if you get if you get a bunch of people going, oh 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 no no, then you know you've hit the nail on the head. Okay. Yep. You, you might have to take the flack for a while, but there's going to be one or two people that go, "Hey, she's right. Let's go further with this." Mhm. So don't be afraid of falling down. You can always get back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm not going to renew my insurance license. I, oh. I'm, my insurance big... license is up for renewal, and I have to take a whole bunch of. 
stupid continuing education courses and, um, you know, it's all a racket. And then all for what? I mean, the insurance industry is all in bed with the bank servers anyway, and yeah. the, the products that I used to sell are no longer available that I liked. And um, Can you even make a living on the way they're doing the insurance today? Well, I mean, I'm still, I get a, a little bit of, I'm basically living off of savings, but I have, um, I do get, I still get renewals from, um, actually now it's been 15 years. I'm pretty lucky. I really yeah. have been really lucky that I have, you know, been able to still get this people. income stream, but um, I'm, it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller, but the, but I don't have a lot of expenses. Um, I just have to pay for food and utilities. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're so young. And, you know, insurance or whatever, if I want to do that for my car and stuff. What happened but, to your car that got hit? What? Are you, you're, you had the car that got hit by the lady, right? No. Oh, that's... Well, I was hit a long time ago, but that was... I don't think I ever mentioned it. Who was on our call last week that parked their car in their yard and some girl... That was Lola. Oh, okay. And the girl came through her yard, yeah. Almost it's... over the cliff. That was horrible. Wow. That's the car scary. saved whoever went off, lost control, crashed into her car where she parked it. Had her car not been there, yeah, the lady could have gone over the cliff. And they didn't even hear it hit the car. The dog woke him up. Moaning. And, and the fact is she fell asleep. The oh lady driving the car, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope the house fun. isn't too close to the road because it would be awful to have, you know, be in your house and have all of a sudden have a vehicle come crashing through. Well, uh, no, they live down in uh, in the hills. Uh, Lola's on. She, she's probably muted right now, but it is uh, the fact that um, it, it saved the girl's life. She fell asleep. It was totally a fall-asleep situation. Well, she fell asleep, but she wasn't in the car. It was just the car was parked, right? No, she was driving down the road, fell asleep, the car went off the road and down into their yard and got stopped by Lola's car. Uh, and that's what saved her from going off a cliff. Oh, I see. Wow. How bad. That's, it was really quite dangerous. She was very, very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if she's she's still alive and... Yeah, that's exactly. But she could have, she could have killed herself if she was going a little faster. She could have killed herself uh, hitting the car. Absolutely. I, I, and she, I think Lola said the bag didn't work. Her. um, Oh no. Yeah. It didn't work. So it was, it was a. She was very fortunate. And what was so cool is Lola was so happy that she saved that person's life. She didn't even complain about her car getting hit. No, I mean, it was a a real lifesaver. It really was quite uh, harrowing when you consider. 
Wow. Well, Lola must have a nice view or something if she's right on the house is right on the cliff or near a cliff or something. Yeah, she said it's chilly out there. So. Wow. Hmm. Yep. Well, it's almost 11 o'clock, and we're doing very well. Um, what Don't hear Jakey today. Jakey's asleep. He he runs around. Oh, he's he's moving his head. <laughs> he's doing. He's actually doing very well. I'm putting colloidal silver in his eyes each day. Sometimes two. Sometimes three. And on his little whatever he has on his neck, and it seems to be shrinking, and his eyes seem to be seeing better. Oh, good. good. Yeah, I I ended up using colloidal silver in my cat's eye with conjunctivitis, and then yeah, also and, uh, also the garlic really helps with conjunctivitis. Well, I used to use a lot of garlic on him, and I got away from it because it wasn't fresh garlic. Oh, well, I use fresh garlic, fresh garlic, and then you you mince it, and I just would give him like um, an eighth of a teaspoon or a quarter of a teaspoon and mix it into his food, and um, and he ate it, and I noticed, you know, almost right away, um, one of the eyes just completely cleared up, and the other eye got much better, Wow. and then kept doing it, and then on days that I didn't do it, the you know, the discharge would come back, and hmm. and so now he's been. I I went for a while and was giving him canned food when I had been making home prepared, which is much less flavorful. You know, it doesn't have all the strong, you know, additives and stuff that they put in the canned food. Which the canned food's supposed to be as health, you know, one of the healthier ones. But just to show how you know, how you can get a cat addicted to commercial food and then you give them the home prepared and they just reject it. He's, this cat wouldn't eat the home prepared food and I made huge batches of it. Oh, no. And, and it was really expensive and I thought, oh, my gosh, these cats better eat this food. And so then I had to start, I had to go back and mix in the canned food into the, you know, the home prepared to give it more flavor, and so at least they, at least they started to eat it. They they would eat it if I put one third canned food to two thirds of the home prepared, and then I gradually gave them less and less and less. So now they're back on all home prepared. But um, I was thinking I was going to have to throw out all that food or something that I had. Um, well, I wasn't really thinking that, but <laughs> I knew that I'd be able to get him back onto it. But or I actually was thinking that maybe something was wrong with it, but and I had bought it at Whole Foods that maybe it was bad or something. Like that. Um, I'm going through that with the dogs here, Lola. I've decided that I'm tired of having to put canned food in their dry dog food and deal with it plugging them up. So it's kind yeah. of hold out. It's hold out and beg for food until about 8 o'clock at night. And then all of a sudden, all the dry food is gone. So they wait till the very last minute, and then they eat the dry food. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Neil will stand by my bed. And, <laughs> and I'll say, 
go eat your dry food. It's not working today. Oh, and then we got a bacon pizza last night. So Neil got some bacon pizza. <laughs> well, my my dogs only get fed once a day, but Jakey was only eating part of his bowl. So I would save it for a little teeny snack at night, snack at nighttime, and then I would give it to him as his breakfast because of him being so much older, he couldn't take it all. But yeah. uh, he'll be 17 next week. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's doing pretty well for what his age is. Well, how long he'll last, I don't know. I'm just letting him be and enjoying life the way he should be, you know. I'm not here to run his show. <laughs> really? Door opener for the cat. He's 98 years old. I can't do the math in my head. I'm thinking, what's 7 times 17? No, it's not. 7 times the first 4 to 6 years, so 42, and then he's whatever after that. So he's about 52 years old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, thought yeah. for, I thought for dogs it was you multiplied by 7 for each year. I did, too. Well, I, I heard that, and then I read it. I thought um, for cats it was different, but I didn't know that for dogs it was also different. Yeah, well, I, say, I think it's only for the first seven years, because after uh, that, they pretty well slow Yeah, because he'd be 118 if you did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because if it was seven times 18, it would be seven times eight is 56, and then seven times oh. 10 is 70. So he'd be, yeah. 120, 126. Yeah, and I think that's that's misconception. That's why I think they must have changed it to just be in the first four to five years or something like that, whatever. You can tell how old he is by the way he talks. <laughs> He's a very verbal dog. Yes, he is. And, and Simon, we think he's about 50. 14, 15. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's, he's having the, the eyesight and the hearing. His hearing is gone. But I've got, uh, my chiropractor told me about two Dashams that are outside dogs, and um, the people that, uh, that had them, they're six years old each, they're brothers. And, uh, that the people that owned them are now being put in the senior home, so they have to find a home for the dogs. Oh. Yeah, see, and they're, they're you know, when they've lived with each other for that many years, it's too hard otherwise. So. Are you getting two wiener dogs, Patricia? What? Are you getting them? Are you taking them? No, uh, my buddy who just had her hip operation, she has a lady who does an excellent job on, on finding homes for dogs. Oh, good. I thought it sounded like you were getting two more dogs. <laughs> no, not yet. I mean, okay. I've got to get these, take care of these. These are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to get another animal too, but Bruce goes, don't you dare. I've got to let Trooper go, you know, and she's going. I just can't yeah. take her in to do it. And she seems to be fine, since I have to clean up pee off the kitchen floor now and then. But 
Yeah. Oh, I have to tell you that this morning I did a treatment on myself for um, a mineral lamp, and I came out in the kitchen and I looked up. Who peed in this house? You guys have to pee outside because Peppy and and Simon I put out to the doggy door, and they were supposed to pee out there. And I took Simon still didn't seem quite done, and so I took him out separately, and he didn't pee. So, so I I got, I got really pissed, and then <laughs> I wiped that all up. It's okay. It's okay, guys. I wiped it all up, and then I came around the stove, and there was another pee spot, and I went into my pee, no peas in the house rage, and then I realized that that's coming from the icebox. Oh, my God. What I had done was the night before, now this is Friday, so it must have been Wednesday night, I wanted to get to bed early because I have to be up at 5 on Thursday, Tuesday and Thursday. So I did my little do-do-do-do back and forth on the uh, levels in the refrigerator and turned it off finally, and then I thought I moved it back. Well, everything had defrosted yesterday. I don't have a lot in there. Ice, but I, it, start, it was defrosting, and that was on the floor. Was it wasn't dog pee-pee. <laughs> I haven't been able to face him because I had to get on here. So <laughs> I have to give him a treat because they... Oh no! They're just gonna wait till later on, and they're gonna pee in your bed. <laughs> now that's the cat. I'm the I am the official door opener and closer for our cat. She said, "I gotta go out." Oh, right now? Yes, I've gotta go out right now. And so I go and I open the door, and she goes out. But if I have to go to school, it's not her time to go out. <laughs> <laughs> basement one time because she wouldn't go out. <laughs> Such a cruel mama. But she wouldn't go out, so I had to, I couldn't capture her. She's so fast. Obviously you don't believe in a litter box either, huh? <laughs> well, I have the litter box. It's on oh. the porch. It's getting the litter to go in the litter box. And that I never quite achieved. So. You go I, out in your yard and just dig up dirt. It works just as well. Especially if you can find a, pot, a spot in the dirt where she's already potted and put that in the box, too. Or oh, sawdust. A, Don't, do you, did you ever get your sawdust bricks? I'm, I'm going to be doing that with the paper and stuff, and I do have sawdust. I never thought of sawdust either. Yeah, because, you know... Um, they they sell this feline pine at the pet stores, and it's really really expensive. And they say it's you know the best among the best um, cat litter, and it doesn't have any chemicals because it's just pine you know um, pieces of pine tree. It's it's right. not even sawdust. It's 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 kind of flakes. But um, but yeah, if you did that, and and. One way for people to get that if they have a lot of cats is you could go to these farm supply stores and you can buy horse bedding. You buy a big thing, one um, package of horse bedding is only like 10 or 12 bucks or something. It's really affordable and you get a huge bag. And then you just um, 
take some of it out and you add you put water on it and then the pellets expand and just become sawdust and then you oh. can use and then you can use it as kitty litter huh they charge they charge um a huge i don't know what they charge like fifteen dollars for a little tiny small box oh of sawdust and they call it feline pine and all it is is what you, I mean you could make your own or you could start a side business selling it just buying bags of um of horse bedding of you know uh pine horse bedding pellets and then just adding water and then just <laughs> and then just putting it in bags and selling it to your to people with cats for less They were doing that with stove pellets too the girl that lived upstairs from me at Hope House used stove pellets for her ferrets because it was basically the same thing and it was just a lot cheaper to buy stove pellets. Yeah. I first got the idea from somebody who I was looking at reviews of cat litter and somebody on Amazon had said, well, I don't know why people pay so much money for this feline pine when you can just go and get... Um, horse bedding, and wow. I thought, wow, that's a really good idea. Another yeah. mess I can make. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, and I went to so I went to I found a farm supply place here. I had to drive. I mean, they should have one on every block, but I had to drive to the next town to Traveler's Rest, and and then I bought one, and that's what I used for a long while for. Wow! Oh. How long did it last? It lasts a long time, but then when I got these cats, they were so picky. They were, you know, and the one, the first one, I got the first one first, and he was so sick, and I thought, well, I, this is not the time to make him use a different litter, so I had to run out and get the the kind of litter that he was used to, which was the tidy cat or something. Yeah. So now that they're all both, you know, the picture of health practically, you know, I'm going to get them to get used to some other litter yeah. and start mixing in the, you know, cool. you that know something. Smart. That is smart. Because that's a good way to save money. I think I'll just get dirt floors. <laughs> or, yeah, dirt floors. Or you, your idea of that you could still do the uh, newspaper, too. That's That yeah. works. Except it's yeah. kind of smelly. Probably. Oh, I have to tell you a funny story. Peppy, Peppy was out in the yard with me, and she started wanting to go over to her former yard from the, in the big house. And uh, I said, Peppy, we don't belong over there. But she she heard something, and I was uh, I heard it, but I didn't get what I was hearing. And then uh, she uh, kept going back there and going back there. And finally, the young man that's the grandson of the uh, the lady and the family that's in the big house came out and he's holding something. He said, here it is. Here's the the puppy. Peppy is such a mother, a frustrated little mother. She had heard this puppy, and I thought it was oh. the neighbor. Yes. Oh. You know how you can jump to all sorts of conclusions. And it was... Peppy saying, there's a baby over there. I need to get to the baby. And he's done with uh, with Jakey. Probably with Simon. She's been his mother since he came in the house. And uh, He wants a new baby. 
Mm-hmm. She, she thought she was a baby and she wanted, and it was this tiny little pit bull with little white toes. Oh. And so cute, but it was just being weaned from its mama, and it was still calling, and he was trying to potty train it, you know, and that's, that's what the baby was crying. I want my mommy. I want a piece, so she'd clean it up. So. <laughs> did You did go over and see the puppy. Did puppy get, or did Jakey get to see the puppy? Well, we got to see the puppy when he bought him out, but I didn't know it was a puppy. I thought it was a neighbor beating the kid, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, should I be a reporter or what? Well, I, I can see you calling the cops, and the cops showing up, and it was a crying puppy. <laughs> so I just left that one alone. <laughs> Does she really beat them? Can you really hear what hear? Uh, it sounded like a newborn baby's cry, and. Uh, I said, those kids were all big kids, not big kids, teenage size, but they were eight and nine years old and that age group, and none of them were babies that sounded like a baby. And I'm thinking, you know how your imagination goes totally wacko. And so I, I just kept quiet, and I said, something will come out. And then out comes Jamal. Did you see the baby? What baby? <laughs> and I said, Pat's been wanting to know where that baby is. Cats can sound like that who are um, making mating calls. I guess it's male cats. Or something. That's what I've been told. Yeah, well, male cats are terrible. Oh. And I used to hear I, at night, actually, in, in Rhode Island, in Newport, where I lived, in the summer, sometimes there the windows open, and you could hear there was, I don't know, a stray cat or somebody... It's just sounded like a baby crying in the woods. Yep, yep. Well, that's, oh, we've that's, got one that comes here and screams. It started a couple months ago, and finally I called Debbie up, my next-door neighbor. I go, do you hear that screaming cat? He's going under your trailer. She goes, Patty, that's Boo. I said, oh. See, there was a cat that lived across the street from me before Opal bought the trailer. And when Kevin moved out, it disappeared. I think... It was living with the Russian people down the road that they ran out. So now it's returned home, and it is wilder than the heck. And about 3 o'clock in the morning, it gets on my porch and starts screaming. You know, so I take it out and dish a cat food. Oh, my gosh. Another reason that it could be screaming, and my cat made a really, really strange sound, and I was was spooked by the way he was acting. Um, He just was... He made a really, really weird kind of moaning, screaming, and he was walking kind of slowly down the hallway and sort of looking back, and and I thought, oh my gosh, what is going on? And he's having a stroke or you know something, you know, he must be in pain. And um, so then he settled down, and then I was just thinking all these terrible things like, oh, I wonder if he really had a heart attack or because he was limping. Oh, I didn't notice he was limping until a couple days later. But um, then I finally brought him into the vet because I didn't want to start with a new vet and the regular vet was going to be in for a few days. So I finally brought him in and she looked at him and she said, well, 
she um, was feeling his spine, and she said, well, he doesn't like it when I press there, and you could see he jumped when he... So she said that she thought that he probably fell or that the other cat, you know, bit him or something, or, you know, they were roughhousing or something like that, and that um, he was just in pain. He was crying out in pain. But I was thinking all these, because I hadn't seen him limping until, you know, a couple days later, so I was just thinking all sorts of horrible things that could have happened, and I didn't, (laughs) wasn't sure how to how to go about treating him because I didn't want to bring him into another clueless vet around here and have them, you know, do the wrong yeah. thing or something. So anyway, yeah. we got it figured out and it wasn't it. It wasn't a heart attack or a stroke or it was just it's just a uh, broken or not broken, probably a strain or bruise. So. You probably have one of your ghosts chasing him. <laughs> I wonder. Wait, did I tell you about? <laughs> yeah, I had the um, that one incident, and actually another incident. Um, when I first was in the house, and I heard this loud, kind of sound like somebody was dropping a really, really heavy box in the attic, and you know, I just couldn't. There was nobody but me and the cat in the house, and we both the cat just looked up in that direction and. And I just, that was, it just happened that one time. And then the other time, there was a time when all the books in the bookcase just came out and it was like, you know, they were, all the books were thrown across the room from the bookcase. Great. And that happened just in, um, that happened in two places because I I brought that bookcase from my uh, I purchased it in Charleston and then I moved up here to Greenville, so I had it in Charleston and it did that once in Charleston I had books in it and I came up to the room later and all the books were all spread all across the room. Did you have an earthquake? No, and it was just that bookcase. I mean everything else in the house was fine. It was just a book wow. in that bookcase. And then I brought the same bookcase and set it up here in the dining room and was in the kitchen and heard this big thud and sounds of something dropping and went in and all the books, again, had been... Take that bookcase out in the I... woods and shoot it. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> It's just a new bookcase. I got it at World Market, it's, and I put it together myself. So do you think? <laughs> do you think some of the um, the wood is possessed or something? I don't know. I think it might be just one book that you have in there. You better find out what book is causing the rest of the books to gang up on it. <laughs> do you think it really? Do you think it could be? No, that? I'm just being silly, honey. I don't know, but that is really weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's kind of like me. There are some days that I know I'm supposed to get a message, and I'll open the front door and I'll go, "Is a rock gonna hit me when I walk out the door?" So first, I look up in the sky before I walk out the door, because <laughs> I'm obviously not getting a very important message, but I am. You know, and I had such. A wonderful visit with my doctor last yesterday. You know, I canceled last Thursday. I just couldn't face him. 
So I went in there and I go, well, Dr. Dingle Dangle wants me to have the radiation. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this seriously, okay? He goes, well, you know, what's really weird about it all is that it's going so slow. He said, I've never seen a cancer do what yours is doing. He says, now it's just this nice little bubble right there. And the radiation I want to do to it just goes in right into that cancer. I put a couple of beads of radiation in it, and poof, it's gone. It may do a little damage to your liver right there, but that's the part we can cut off, too. I'm going, oh, oh, oh well, and he said, the main reason I don't want to do the microwave, because I brought that up, he had suggested that before, is it's it's the kind we do that on, but, Patty, it's right over bile ducts and an artery. And if I hurt that, then you could bleed to death and die right then and there. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, this is sounding even more lovely. I said, well, you know, I'm doing a lot of things with my diet. He says, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever you're doing is working too. Mm-hmm. And so I really want you to consider doing this. Because I said, well, are there any more spots? And he said, yes. There's a little spot on the right side of your liver. But I'm watching that. I've been watching that for a year, and it isn't indicating that it's cancer. So I said, well... I think I'm going to go ahead and let you do it. Let me, He said, let me write in a letter to your insurance company and stuff. And I said, well, is there any way that when they do approve it, that you can take that money and take Dr. Danko and send him back to Chimera so he can go in the pyramid that they've discovered under Chimera and get the real healing tools? Yeah. And he, looked, and he says, what? I said, yes, there's a big pyramid over there. He said, oh, wow, see, you're in touch with that stuff, Patty. I'm not. And I said, that's why I don't want to do this medical that you guys are doing on me because it's satanic. Mm -hmm. All that the United States does is chemo, radiation, and surgery. You don't consider foods. You don't consider all these other things that I'm doing. What did he say? He said, I said, he just looked at me and said, I know. I said, but, and what are you doing with your family? You're drinking this water? You know, come on. You've got, I said, 10 years from now, you're going to remember me and you're going to go, oh, my God, she was an angel from another planet. And I had my ass tar shirt on with the flying saucer on it. I said, if you don't fix me, I'm leaving the planet, and I'm going to let Ashtar Command fix me. (laughs) So, you know, and he's just, he's in awe, you know, and at least he's playing the game with me. Dr. Danko won't even play. He did, did dance the jig with me, you know, but he wasn't getting what I was saying, you know, and it was his nurse that attacked me afterwards. But the nurses are waking up before the doctors are. That's what's amazing. And she was had my best interest at heart. She was worried about the pills he was prescribing me. So I'm at Dr. Wilson's office telling him I'm not taking those damn pills because they make me sick. And I said, I thought I needed vitamin B. 
And he said, vitamin V? I said, yeah, I thought I needed the Valium. And he goes, oh, you're funny. And I said, and I took one, and I stood in the middle of my kitchen floor for seven hours talking to myself. I said, so I'm not an addict anymore. Years ago, I used to take them by the handfuls, you know, and I decided I wanted grapefruit more than I wanted valiums. And you can't take valium and eat grapefruit. And he goes, that's right. (laughs) So I said, so now I'm not using any of my prescription drugs, and I have no pain. If you want something relaxing, do chamomile. Oh, I do. I do, I do yeah. my. All I do is my THC tea, and I'm just fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and they told me I was doing that wrong too, so I'm working on that. Well, partially, would... it's you're you're healing yourself and not mm-hmm. giving yourself credit for. So start yeah. giving yourself credit for being willing to heal yourself. Yeah. Because it's not growing, and in it's not going there. We all have cancer. Right. And I met a girl in my own town that is into the stuff I'm in, and she ordered me a box of rain because I can't figure out how to order it. And so I have an extra box right now of that. I'm taking that. And the first day I took a package of it, about two hours later, I started vibrating. And I'm going, oh, Wow. I remember how good I felt for the month I was taking both of them, the core and the rain, or the core and the soul. That's what it is, core and soul. And so I'm taking the soul right now. The core is all the the green stuff I need, you know, the chlorophyll, chlora, you know. But this product is, their product is fantastic. It's expensive. It'll cost me like $140 a month to take both of them. But hey, that's better than taking the pharmaceutical stuff that they give me for free, so to speak. You know, yep. although they're charging my insurance company all this money for drugs that I'm not even taking. <laughs> Do you like seaweed? Have you ever had um, I, seaweed I, I'm salad? I'm trying to eat that. Have you ever had seaweed salad in a Japanese restaurant? No, I haven't. It's so yummy. It's just. Um, you know, it's seaweed that you first soak in water and then you squeeze it out to get all the salty stuff out. And then it's got sesame oil and um, soy sauce. Mm. You can get the uh, organic soy sauce or um, shoyu. Bragg's, right. And then you can just add other stuff to it, but it's basically just soy sauce and the toasted sesame oil to give it that peanutty taste. And then you can add in some green um, green onions or cucumbers if you want to give it add more water to it. That's what I need to do. I need to go taste that stuff where it's really made instead of buying the stuff and letting it go to rot. I've got, I bought, what is this, a fennel root, and yes. I can't bring myself to eat it. Make a tea. So, make a tea out of it? Well, yeah, actually, it, my daughter-in-law used fennel for tea when her kids were little because of skin rashing. Hmm. And fennel's great for that. Okay, I'll make tea out of it. Do you have a juicer? Yes. Well, Throw it in, in my juice? juicer. Put it okay. In, well, it's, do 
Do you have a real juicer or is it a blender? No, it's a real juicer. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I would um, I would juice it first because then you want to eat the life, um, you know, keep it alive as well. You can make a tea also, but that's what that's what I'm finding is the live stuff is better. Live beef. Yeah, and and, it's, and then but mix it with something that you like. Like if you if you don't like the licorice taste as much, then um, you know you can dilute it with a cucumber or celery. Or um, you can always add, you know, orange. Add something that, like an orange or something to it. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I've got a bunch of recipes, and I've got all that. You know, I've just got to get on it and do it. I've got to get my sprouts going again, too. Or you can add an apple. You know, apples are usually good to just add if you want sweetness mm-hmm. to your juice. But, um, but yeah, fennel is really, really good for your... For all sorts of things, for your digestive tract and uh, my liver. Yep. Yeah, and um, artichoke. Well, are you taking milk thistle too? Milk thistle mm-hmm. is like the main herb for the liver. And I'm really drinking a lot. Of, I'm digging up my own dandelion root and making dandelion root tea. Oh, great! Yeah, that's yeah. Really, really helping a lot because dandelion helps so many parts. I I get questions from my neighbors once in a while. What are you doing? Why aren't you killing that? I'm eating it. Oh, okay. So then little Nikki, the little eight-year-old, she comes over and she has a dandelion in her hand that she's just picked. She said, I picked this for you because it's good for your liver cancer. And then she starts licking the end of the dandelion and she goes, it tastes just like sugar. And I said, no, it doesn't. It tastes really icky. She says, oh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got an eight-year-old doctor, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's so cute. And I gave her some mint. I guess her brother dug a hole in the yard. I didn't know before. Do you have any red clover? Yeah, it comes up. That's great. Red clover is one of the... um, Main antioxidants, one of the really heavy, heavy hitter, you know. See, all those plants I brought home from down at Franz are coming up in my yard now. Lots of red clover. And I see driving by there that there's a peony coming up. So Patty and her shovel are going to take a walk today. <laughs> and I'm going to get me a peony. Because it's a vacant lot now and nobody are, cares. Are peonies um, edible? No, but they're pretty. Oh, <laughs> They remind me yeah. of my father. My father took out all the roses and put in peonies because I rode my bicycle through the rose bushes. Hmm. So and and it's kind of like, well, that's just going to waste. And it's like my dad is saying, "Get that peony, get that peony." Mm-hmm. So things are going well. The guy that lit the trailer on fire got out of jail a couple of days ago. So God only knows what's going to happen next, but I'm not going to worry about it. His mom and dad are just beside themselves. Evidently, they haven't proved. I'm not so sure he did do the fire. I'm not so sure the guy that lived there didn't set it himself. Hmm. You know, being that I know what's going on and I've been in the fire department, irregardless, it needed to be burnt down anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
far enough away. And yesterday morning I got up and opened my curtain and there was an ambulance and a fire truck. But And it was at the man's house that moved in next door to Rue for his... The nephew moved out but stole Rue's gas, or stole Rue's power. So now his uncle's living there and he has medical problems. But I just stayed out of it and I watched and I clapped my hands in the end because they didn't take him with them. So they were able to help him and, you know. And he brought me a, a whole bag of trout and, you know, he's really a nice man, so. Wow. It is. But I found that, yes, i got to keep my nose out of everybody else's business. I can watch out the window and do my little... Hmm. But I'm trying not to judge. This is a very good test for me, you know. I know that I love, and I know that I care about that man, and I know that it was good that he didn't go to the hospital, you know. So that's wonderful. I'm in la-la land. <laughs> Will it work? Yeah. But anyway, so Nikki gets. I give her. I give her some peppermint from Marsha, because now Marsha's peppermint is taking over my garden, <laughs> which is fine. And I had some lemon mint, so she takes it home and she says, "Okay, come see where I planted it." So I walk over with her, and her mom's on the porch smoking a cigarette, and she goes, "Did you plant it right there in the hole that your brother dug?" And Nikki goes, yeah. And she says, well, I'm just going to mow it down when I mow with the lawnmower. You can't put it there. <laughs> and I'm going, now you tell us, Mom. Why didn't you tell us before? Because I'm down and she's up on the porch. I said, we're going to have to find another place. But not to worry, I've got lots of mint. <laughs> so they're they're so cute, you know. I got in trouble for digging a hole, and Nikki thought she'd save the day by planting men in it. <laughs> oh. So, and I would be helping helping them dig the hole, so I'm no help. <laughs> she sends the six-year-old home. I'm the six-year-old. The kids are getting older than me. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. That's I can right. make messes in my own yard. I won't go over there and make messes in her yard. <laughs> oh, and I have been attacked by the blackberries, but they look so nice. I thinned out the inside of them. And Bruce came out one time, and I'm all wrapped up in him, and he goes, Do you want any help? And I go, No. This is my spring punishment for all the bad things I did to you this winter. <laughs> and I, Because the leaves even have thorns on them, you guys, and they just reach out and grab me. <laughs> Well, I have a thornless kind. Oh. But wow. to that point, the thorns are the ones that are the best house protector for you. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Not only that, they're stinging all the cancer out of me. <laughs> yeah. I have one in each hand that I haven't gotten out yet. Oh. Well, but, um, one, one way to get splinters out is to... Hard boil an egg and then take the um, skin, you know, the, the skin between the shell and the yeah. and the hard boiled egg, and put it on and just it draws it out. It draws oh, it out. okay. That's right. That used to do the face mask. How they used to do face mask. Really? 
Yeah, they put egg whites on your face, and it would shrink up your pores and do all sorts of things. Egg whites are good for a lot of things. You can plug up a radiator with them. Hey, why don't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> not radiators anymore. <laughs> I remember when I did that once, and then I decided to solder the radiator. I'll fix it. I took it out of my car. I put four pounds of solder on it. <laughs> oh, that was quite exciting. I'm sure. That's how I learned to solder. And he came home and he goes, that's not how you do it. <laughs> you do it your way. I do it my way. I do it. <laughs> you can sing like Frank Sinatra. What the heck, you know? <laughs> have, yeah. have you guys germinated any seeds for your any vegetable or? No. I was so. I've crazy. got the seeds. I'm starting this weekend. Misty brought me a whole bag of of seeds. Well, well a few weeks ago, to... I started. I decided I was going to do it, and I got one of those trays with the little peat. Um, you know. The, uh-huh. the, I guess I have the trays. It's big enough. It's got 50 different little um, peat things, whatever they're, the little containers. And, and uh-huh. you just add the soil, and then you put your seeds in. And I saw this YouTube video of this guy who overseeded. He said just put put lots of seeds in. They, you know, the directions say to put them six inches apart or whatever. Put one, but you don't. He just he just loads each container up with, you know, like five times as many seeds as you're supposed to. And then what he does is he's in a farmer's market, he then transplants them into bigger containers and then sells them. Yeah. And makes tons of money because, um, you know, he, he, he figures, he says that with one, 50, one tray, which has 50 different containers, you might end up with... Um, with uh, I don't know, was it twenty five hundred plants? Yeah, he, I think he said fifteen hundred, and I thought, oh my gosh, but but you know, if you could do that, and then you sell each of those for a couple dollars or three dollars, if if they all you know they all germinate, and then you have to transplant them all, and of course you have costs in buying the larger containers and everything, but still, yeah, that's the anyway, way. But mine all mine all um, germinated pretty much, except for. Um, I have one thing that didn't germinate, but I have long cukes, red romaine, summer squash, tomato bush, green zebra. My curly parsley didn't germinate for some reason. For some reason, radish, moringa. I, I'm I'm growing a moringa tree. Corn, chamomile. Oh, my corn. I don't know. I think I overwatered the corn. They they died, but they were up for a while. Chamomile. The chamomile um, plants are so tiny; they look like they're and they're already like, like three weeks old, and they're only a quarter of an inch tall. Um, mint lettuce, a Genevieve, um, Genevieve wow. basil, Italian basil, glow bush basil, mammoth dill, cilantro, long purple eggplant, um, regular dill. I am not planting any eggplant. Green tomato, green beans, golden pepper, spinach, Oregon sugar pea pods, mizuna, leeks, and that's it. I think I'm going to plant some okra because she gave me some okra seeds. 
I don't know whether I'll eat it or just look at it. <laughs> or put it in a jar overnight and drink the water in the morning so I'll never get diabetes. Oh, really? Is okra supposed to Yeah, be? there's a cure. I mean, that's what they're saying, that that can cure. You will wear long gloves to pick it and wear something in a long shirt because they're very picky. I'm not growing okra. That's why I'm not growing eggplant. Oh. Eggplant, and I'm allergic to eggplant. Oh. So but I okra, probably... is, okra is sticky. The plant is very picky. And it, I'm allergic to it. I love okra. I'll eat the okra and I put it with tomatoes and I love it after it's picked. But boy, you, you want to cover yourself? I do. Cover myself good to pick it. Because it's yeah. hard to pick. But it's good. Hmm. <laughs> I might live with that. I might plant one somewhere in a bucket. I'll plant it in a bucket. I got some really good gardening gloves, too, because I have to deal with thorns, and some of the weeds have thorns. Bruce keeps bringing me all these buckets home from work, but they have laundry soap in. So I've got all these white buckets now. Oh, that's good. I'm going to build me a house out of them. <laughs> How big are they? Five gallon size? No, they're only three gallon. Oh, okay. That's still that's a big nice size. Those are nice Those are size nice. to be able yeah. to lift up. Mm-hmm. Very good. But so far, they're just stacked up on my back porch. And the boys go out and lift their... Those lazy little dogs will lift their legs on them. They won't even go off the porch. <laughs> They don't have lids, do they? Oh, yeah. He brings the lids, too. Oh, so you could use it for your emergency emergency water storage. Yep. And they're easy to rinse out. It isn't bad soap. You know, so. I was thinking of buying some of those water bricks. That They're plastic um, containers for water storage. I've never I seen mean, those. And uh, if you just go online and just look in water storage or emergency water storage and water bricks, um, they're, they hold eight gallons each, oh. so, so that would be kind of heavy. To eight times eight is 64, and then the weight of the containers. Are the containers heavy? I don't know. I hope not too heavy. Because a gallon of water weighs eight pounds. I forget how much it was going to be, but I think it was going to be like a hundred something dollars to get um, thirty enough to to store thirty gallons or thirty two. So I guess it was probably no, it couldn't have been more. It was more than that. Um, you just had to pile them on a wagon so you can pull them around. <laughs> yeah, or maybe a plant. Uh, a plant stand with, um, you know, with wheels that I could just put one on. And then people were saying that some of the some people were saying that they had them in each room of the house. They stored them under the bed because they didn't want them to get dirty in the garage. And um, but I want to put filtered water in them. Mm-hmm. But then I'm I'm wondering how long it can can store filtered water before it gets bad, or is it going to absorb the plastic taste, you know? You want to put it in a glass jug. Yeah, I know, glass is the best. 
Yeah. yeah. And, or if and it's lined with glass or something, that would be the best. Well, yeah. they they um they can store for a long time if you. There, I'll I'll send you some of the survival stuff I have on the water because I've gotten some new materials on that because um, there's so much more coming out today about it. Yeah, I know you can you can store it for up to five years. And yeah. You get the they sell the little kits, but I don't want to add chlorine and chemicals to the water. Just to Correct. Well, it, it dissipates, but it is that is one way. We were storing it. We have two big, huge jugs, that, big 50-gallon things that we have out here in the carport. And um, they, we've not done it. I've not done anything with it. They... The owner dumped all the other water that I had conserved through the rainwater that we had because he didn't see any value in it. Yeah. Um, so I just let it go at that because, um, I have, you know. I have those yeah. outside for my for my garden. I have two 50-gallon um, jugs or containers. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's about really being aware of water. What I'm uh, looking at is different ways in which you can get the water to be workable if and when you're ever trapped on that kind of stuff. Right. In other words, to um, make ponds, pond water potable, right. filtration systems. Yeah, there is, there is another thing I found also called... Um, Oh, I don't know what it is. It's it's just basically it's a pail of of um filled with filtration, different uh filters. And then uh-huh. you, you pour the water that you're saving or your pond water or whatever on you know, into it on the top of it and then it goes through the filters and then it comes out into your drinking water, you know, container or whatever that you're using. Mm. Um, it's like a gravity-fed, like a Berkey, you know, water filter type thing. But it's all, it's all in one. It looks like a waste basket or something. Huh. So I was thinking I might get that. Patricia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the plastic buckets. Yeah. On the the bottom of it. There will be a code. Oh, yeah. A little, yeah, okay. Uh, you, use number two. I remember I was on the phone with Colin, and he told me, go check those buckets. And they have number twos on the bottom of them. So. Yeah. And uh, I'm in the process. I've got to, I've just got to get, go, go, get a, go get a drill, a drill bit from storage so I can finish the assembly. But I'm building my Super Berkey now. Are you moving? Oh yes, I'll move next week. Are you getting the apartment you told me about? I have place? It. You I have it. it? Oh, he's got a workbench, you guys. Oh, Colin's gonna be all set up. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, I've just got a. I do have a drill size I need, but the shank is too big for the drill I have. So I have a. I know I, I have another one. That that has the, the slightly smaller shank on it, that I can get that drilled and get you know finish drilling the holes, and uh, then my filter will be 
uh, ready. I'll, I'll, uh, have to just prime, I'll have to just prime the filters. But is, one of your black, fil- is one of your that, filters? They're the black, in- yeah, they're the black Berkey filters. Are you using, is one of them a ceramic filter? Because I've heard ceramic is the only thing that can take out the... Um, this is This is the filter that Berkey uses in their very high-grade uh, uh, filters. Oh. They, they sell the filters by the pair. They're $122 for a pair, but they're good for 6,000 gallons. You just bypassed not having to buy their machine, correct? Yeah, about 350 or 400 bucks. He just doesn't. You just don't buy the um, stainless steel container that they sell. Right. Somebody came. Somebody came up with this as a survival item. You know, when I saw it, I, I kicked myself. So, why didn't I think of that? But, but I have I have uh, two gallon containers. They're number twos. In fact, is the ones I have. They came uh, they came full of uh, strawberry pie glaze. I got them from the bakery here. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I just have to drill four holes, and then it's then mount, then prime the filter and mount them. But I've already got the, uh, see, Berkey also uses a, uh, it's a spigot, and it's got a, uh, a water, water a, a level glass on it. That's installed already. Hmm. But, uh, yep. You're going uptown there, boy. <laughs> of course. And of course, uh, for use in the field, we have to get a couple packs of heavy-duty cloth diapers to use as uh, sediment filters. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hmm. Oh, or just a see. towel or washcloth or something like that. <laughs> Well, we're moving along, you know. They I just want to say. Go ahead. Um, I just ordered a um, uh, a new water system. It's like um, it's a um, oh man, it was on the tip of my tongue, but it structures a water oh. structuring system. And um, anyway, it was it's three hundred and some dollars, and it's only a portable one. You can make you can fill that up and structure it and then you can go ahead and add it to the rest of your water and it'll structure your bath water and all. I mean if you just set up it'll structure anything. It'll well, I'm kind of excited about that. I've been hearing about that. So you can take a one a few drops of your structured water Put it into regular water, and it restructures the rest of the water, right? Yes. Uh huh. So that's like, conscious even water, you, you guys. We're making conscious water. So, in like, if you had water stored, and you were concerned about it, it says that it'll structure it back to well, even better than what it was, but it will, you know, save your water. So, I I decided and how long I was going to that last. How long will it drop? Uh, I guess it's, I, I think someone asked that question and just, they didn't have an end. It didn't have like a gallon. It's just, I don't remember how it goes through the things because this is new to me. 
We are going to be able to do it with all the waters on the earth. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. What's the name of Christine again? You know what? I don't know what the name brand of it is, even. I'll find out when I go to the post office. It should be there. I ordered it the 15th. And I just haven't been to get it. But um, I, I listened to the call, and I listened to the man that built it. I'd been listening to him for quite some time, and people calling in and just been absolutely swearing by it to the point that one man got the portable and turned right around and got the whole house filtering system that goes on to do your showers and all. And so I thought, well, I'm going to try the portable. I don't even know that I'd have the money to do the rest. I don't even know what it costs, but. Um, what I've, does it do to um, glyphosate and fluoride? I don't know. I'm going to find that all. Out. I don't know. I just I'm not I'm not up on it all. I just am trying it, and from what I'm to understand, it literally changes the structure of the water. And so, I would say that if it had any chemicals or any garbage in the water, it would. I don't know how it changed too. Um, well, it would either st- or structure it out. See, I've been told that, they, that when you test it with a tester, it'll read, you'll get an electric reading from it. You, okay. That's, that's how you know it's conscious. And I was following the Hollow Earth Network, and they all got together and had a meeting, and they they structured the water through intentions. They did it without a machine. They did it through praying and whatever they did. And then they all took the water home with them and they started putting it into their regular water. In fact, there was a story on Facebook about where they they did it with some fish. And they took this one fish out. They had this sickness. These fish had this sickness. So they took one fish out of the fishbowl and they put him in this structured water and he got well. And they thought, well, that was cool. And then they threw him back in with a sick fish. Well, the next day they came in and all the sick fish were well, too. Yeah. Just him getting it made all the sick fish get well, too. Yep, that's exactly what they're saying. And I'm not knowing, but I know that a friend of mine had already bought this machine, and I didn't know it, so I was telling him I bought it. He said, oh, I already bought one. He said, And I said, so how do you like it? And he said, well, it's pretty amazing. He said, I've planted all my tomato plants and everything. And he said, I used, um, oh, um, I put um, so many in regular tap water. Then he said, I put so many in my reverse osmosis water. Then he said, I put so many in with this structured water. And he said, the structured water plants are twice as big as the other ones. Wow. Wow. So I don't know what it, huh? When you get all the information together, would you send it to Pat, uh, Patricia so that she can email it to us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Good. Um, yeah, I just have to run to the post office because I am pretty sure it's there now. But um, they had a special on, so I, I waited to the last minute, but you got 25% off there, three ninety nine, and I got it with shipping and tax and all for three thirty eight. So I bought one, and Rick agreed. And so, see, we also have the Kangen machine that alkalizes. So we don't ever drink tap water anyway. So I'm going to alkalize, or I'm going to structure wow. the alkalized water. But now how, alka- how alkaline? Because you don't want to drink too alkaline water. Well, I, right, now it's, 
Well, right now it's been testing at seven, but I did oh, drink okay, it. Oh, that's all right. Seven. I, well, I'm going to tell you what. I drank it all the way when it was up to nine, and my machine's old, and it needs to be refurbished. But I'm going to tell you what. It thinned my blood naturally that I didn't need blood thinners, and I had no – and made it bright cherry red, and my blood wasn't. And I that was my big, you know, this is what this has done for me. I was amazed at the fact that – Can you get that, some of that water to Jerry and Gerald? I I tried I tried to I, I don't think I would drink it at nine I think maybe well they they do now have a structuring machine and they're drinking and he got a different structuring machine and I don't know anything about that one but they are now drinking structured water and I drank oh, it when I was up there and and it tasted really good so I um I I'm hoping that that and it was a it's I don't know what it did, but it seemed to be a good structure. Oh, wow. So um, it was an expensive one, let me put it that way. So I think that, that he's got – Uncle Gerald is good with that kind of stuff, so I'm hoping now that – You're the perfect dipsticker there is, too. Is what? You're, so sen- you're, a, you're a very good dipstick. You are so sensitive that it, you know, you'll be able to tell right away. Yeah, I – yeah. The question uh, – why why don't you want to have uh the the water high alkaline? I got I got an alkaline machine and I got I got mine on high and I, I get I drink high alkaline water. Yeah, because when I was drinking it and it was high alkaline, um what I can say is the doctor checked my um urine when I went in, because he was going to laugh about what I, he thought I was doing, and then it was at 7, and it wasn't higher than, it was 7. So that was pretty good. I mean, it's not, it's good. We need 7.6, but at least, he, they said a lot of people run 3 and 4, so I was excited that it's keeping my blood at least that high. 3 and 4, meaning acid? Yes, that's what they said. Most that's people really bad. You don't want. I, I, um, I'm saying to you that 90% of the people are running that because everything they eat and drink is acid. Yeah, that's oh, what the doctors are saying. 90% of the people run that acid. That's what I'm saying. So we need. They need. Well, we not, need water help. You're saying that it's three or four in inside their body. In general population. That's, in general population, the people that are being tested, their their pH, their blood pH is running in the threes and fours. No, not their blood pH. That's impossible. It, it, if it just changes a, a tenth of a degree from, what is it, 7.4, um, I think you're probably talking about their saliva or their, their urine. Or their urine. Their urine. Yeah, their urine. It's and their even urine, urine even 3.4, 3 or 4, they're, Dr. Morse is saying that if you if it's in the fives, that um, most cancer patients, that's what most cancer patients have, their urine in the fives pH. So 3 and 4, you, you're pretty, you're you're pretty, that's well, what I'm you're saying. pretty cooked I... if, you're, if you have your urine in 3, three or 4. I am telling you that's what I read, that that's wow. how bad the health is of the, the people. The people yes. that they're checking are so sick that their blood, their urine is that low. 
Because of the food, the air, the water. Uh, I mean, these are people that aren't doing anything about improving their health. It's still alive. (laughs) Well, it's very bad. It's very bad. You should see them on the bus. They got stomachs out to there. They can't even keep their eyes open, you know, and they're groaning all the way home on the bus because they had to go to the store and buy more poison food. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, where's my broom? I need off this bus. <laughs> well, the other side of the coin, too, is there's a thing I read. I got a little book uh, through the mail, and it was called... Um, did I just mute myself? No. It was called uh, Arctic Ruby Oil, and it is from a crustacean up in the Arctic. Now, I know we've had all the the other things that are going on, but this is about um, the salmon do not get pot bellies. When they were in the fish farms, they got pot bellies. And what this a person found out, I mean, he was totally doing it for some other reason, but they found that this um, Arctic Ruby oil, when the the men and women took it, they got their blood sugar level balanced, so it was good for the diabetics, and they got their um, pot bellies started going down because pot bellies are a direct result of bad plumbing not getting cleaned out and as you're saying with it being so acidic it's probably solidifying it to beyond the point of ever being able to get out and um, it, it costs though that was the thing it cost $60 if you got it from the Imo something company or it's $43 if you get it from Amazon so it's, it, I thought it was something that I should bring up with you guys, but I haven't been able to get it myself because of my getting the, the financing for it. Um, so it, it's all a good, mm. everything we're going to be talking about and are talking about is something of your consciousness, isn't it? All of yes. us getting conscious of alkaline water. I have had restructured water for over two years it has helped me when i drink the water yes. <laughs> I, I don't want to pee the bed i have brought that up with him i go i am so dehydrated and it just pisses me off doctor because i can't drink enough water at in the nighttime or i went to bed i said the first time it happened i was sure it was the dog when it happened the second <laughs> night I was sure it was me. I said, the only difference is I was drinking a lot of water and I started using the THC oil. So, in all actuality, I really was dreaming that I was in the bathroom, but I wasn't. (laughs) And he goes, oh, that's funny. I said, no, it's not. (laughs) How am I going to get these wrinkles off me? Look at I'm dehydrated. Yep. Well, that structured water, structured water. That's what many people were saying. I mean, I, I can't remember very well. I'm got to get rid of all the aluminum, and I know I need to do a liver cleanse. <laughs> but the thing is, um, um, a lot of these people were saying that was one of the biggies. They found that they were dehydrated and, and that their cells were just absorbing all of this moisture. So yep. once it's yep. structured, the cells can absorb it. 
But you know what else it is too, for me, mm-hmm. the part that I'm not I'm not putting in there. I've lost ten pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, You're, so so the pounds. wrinkles that weren't there were just fat anyway. You know, I wasn't. Oh. It wasn't healthy. Right. I, yeah. I graduated from high school weighing eighty-two pounds. I weighed that till I was forty-five years old. Yeah. Okay. So so then I've been carrying around one hundred and ten, one hundred and fifteen. But now I'm down to 103, and I feel great, except I look kind of wrinkly. <laughs> you know. Well, well, what what I found is that when I and this I learned from uh, uh, Betty at Bella Haven was that she was having a dehydration problem, and she would go in and pee. As soon as she finished peeing, she went out and drank her water because they had filter water, and drank the water. Because that way the water went back into your body. What I get is violent headaches because I'm dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And so it's important we keep, and especially now that we're going into the summer, it's important we keep the recycling going. And I just make my fresh little bottles. I have my, I'm using my honey bottle uh, that I had all the honey in. I wash it out real good. And I put my structured water in it with my, my thing, and it's like running over a a stream rocks. It just goes over oh. all these rocks and go and lets go of it. But they've improved it since then. Uh, I got it, and so did Ellie. Got it. We got it uh, two years ago, easily. So it's um, it's all about where are we going with this, and and whatever form of water. I know the gang. Doesn't Gary's gang have a different kind of a structured water thing? Does any uh, Colin? You're on with Gary and Orpha and stuff. What uh, structured water thing do they use? Oh, the water that's thing. That's oh, I thought that's you were on it. Yeah, they they've been yeah. using another well, water. <laughs> Both yeah. talking at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I know they were u- they're using something. Now Orpha talked about it, but she's she's up to her eyeballs and kids right now, so <laughs> <laughs> don't get to see her. Or jury oh. duty or whatever she's doing. Well, oh, that's the true. Called, jury is on Friday. Yeah. What? It's two grandchildren. Oh, I, I know, it's but it's a, still one and a half and. Three or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they're running a ragged. Yep, they do. They do keep her running because they're both active now. But it's noon. Why don't we uh, do a close? I think this is real good. And Lola, if you can send me that on the structured water, and I'll send you something. Uh, and Henry, if you have any other information or anybody has information, Send it to me right away so I can get this email out to everybody. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to when I go to the go, when I go and get it. I'm it's raining here, so I'm not going to go until it's not raining. But I have to go to the post office oh, and get it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, you didn't you didn't order it online. You ordered it some other way. You know what I did order it online. Like it was the it was named. Um, oh my gosh! It was um, S Water. Let me type that in and see what comes up. <coughs> if I type just that in, it should bring it up. Okay. And the pen that 
It's amazing our computers can remember what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, swaterunit.com. S water S like in Sam waterunit dot com. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it would be interesting to research also the effect that it has on, you know, the bad chemicals like the glyphosate and flora. Yeah. 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 Because I'm what this I'm is a private man that this Go is ahead. a private man that built it himself. I mean, he started this company. It's a small company. However, they're selling like crazy. Good. So if you want to, apparently I can refer a friend. So if you want any, I'll refer a friend. That's what it says, refer a friend. So Okay. But And what I, I also do under my water, I've gotten an organ uh, disc, and I put it on an organ disc to help you know, stabilize it some more and take out mm. stuff. It's all about us doing what we have to do. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're moving forward on that will help your health and you be in responsibility. But let's let's say it a, a good day and uh, and close up right now. Let's put our hands out and think of Marsha and uh, Orpha with all her little grandchildren <laughs> and everybody else in our group that can't make it on there. Even that guy, Target, he's, his email has been dropped uh, by the whatever he belonged to. I can't remember if it was Google or what, but let's send him some energy because it, it's, he's being fractured, and, and we need to do that to all of the different people that we know are out there really working and uh-huh. doing their best to help other people, whatever way it is. We're all working in the same direction. Freedom. Under the radar. That's right. Under the radar and forward. All right, every arms out on the count of three. One, two, three. Ooh, and I do want to say one more thing that I don't know when you said that you said something that just made me think of this. And I don't know if any of you, I think that Patty, sometimes maybe you have listened to the Diamond Show on Saturday. I listen to it all the time. I love her. Yes. And um, so she is really positive and up with the and working. They're all working, trying to call in and communicate with aliens, beings and bringing home our heritage, and it's very positive and uplifting. And so, and, and oh. calling them in and asking for help for all of the planetary uh. issues that's going on. And so we can maybe remember that. And it's on at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Um, and I'm so tickled because they're bringing in George the Elephant Man from the 12th dimension. Uh-huh. And it's just, I can feel his energy. It is just so cool. <laughs> did you know connect the link for it if you can, Lola, when you send okay. the other information? I well, appreciate that. It's a phone call and it's on Saturday and then once I guess and she's also on Facebook, Diamond or uh, oh she don't none of you are on. Uh Elizabeth Monk Mulligan, but she also has a YouTube channel. And so you can listen to all her calls and her updates on that. And she has some really interesting people on as well. And they're usually all in the galactic force, uh, different galactics and such. So 
Yeah, and uh, she's held Alfred Lambert Weber on. She's had, um, who else, uh, Andrew Bardis and uh, yeah. different people that are in the Galactics that work more with that on. It's, I, I really like her show. I like mm-hmm. her. So I like her positive attitude. Mm-hmm. And that's so, what we need to keep more positive going. So uh-huh. Yeah, and when you get done with the call, you're laughing and you're in good mood. You know, that's what I'm right. finding. Facebook is making me sick. <laughs> you know? Well, that's, that's possible. But only because I listen to what people say. You know, or if I've got a message up there, I'll look and I'll go, oh, there's a number one up there. Should I click on it? And just because I click on it doesn't mean I have to answer the person or anything, you know. That's right, right. They were trying to get me to be ahead of an orphanage. Well, then I find out that this guy is really not what he's supposed to be. Right. And Misty is going, well, he kind of fell in love with my friend. And I said, and you're not telling all the rest of the people that are sending him money about his little human frailty here, that he's trying to bring a woman from America over there under false pretenses? (laughs) Come on, girlfriend, wake up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you've got to get on time. And and she called me yesterday, and she goes, Sam still thinks you're going to send him $100. I said, no, he doesn't. I told him last week that I was giving you the $100, and I gave you $120, didn't I? She goes, yeah, but that was for your medicine. I said, yeah. I gave you a few dollars extra, too. That was for you. You're my orphan. We just have to, right, there you go. We have to make (laughs) sure that we know who's getting money and what, and I'm not sending any money out to anybody because you have no idea that they're not using that money for trafficking or something. So That's right. send exactly it to right. the people that you know that need it. Keep that money at home. We have plenty yep. of people here in the States that need help. That's when she came over to bring me my medicine, I cleaned all the vegetables out of my refrigerator that I hadn't used that were still good. I said, take these, because all she eats is vegetables. You know, and I said, I always buy too much. If you come by once a week, I'll have somebody to share my vegetables with. Right. That's good. So, I'm going to end the recording.